Another chilly night. I know. Doesn't feel like California. Rain on top of rain on top of rain on top of rain. Might as well be living in Seattle right now. I know. Well, uh, Washington got snow this week. Okay, maybe not. Really bad snow, actually. And welcome, everybody. Welcome back to episode number 14 of Thirst and Goal. Uh, At the moment, it's just me and Ben on the mic, and we were trying another mic earlier. Uh, You know, Ben uh, purchased some new equipment. We were giving it a shot. We couldn't figure out how to get it to work, unfortunately. (laughs) But, uh, you know, we're going to stick with our our old one because uh, it actually works. Yes, exactly, exactly. You know, more money is not always better. I mean, that's that, that's what I learned uh, today. Yep, yep. I mean, uh, you know, a Toyota will get you from A to B just like a, a Mercedes will. So, you know what? The sound quality is good enough with this mic for now. We'll try to figure out the other one some other day. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, Franny, how was your week? Well, you know, actually, Ben, this was a good week. I mean, you know... Uh, so it wasn't long? It wasn't long. Actually, this one flew by, you know, Monday through Friday. Sometimes I work on Saturdays. Today I did not. And so I'm full of energy. I had uh, a little bit of coffee. Uh, right now I'm, I'm drinking uh, a Jack or a Gentleman Jack uh, with some Coke, a little more caffeine. And uh, yeah, how was your week? My week was good. It was very good, in fact. I mean, I think we had a you know great week of work. Um, you know, I was able to keep the house dry, keep the leaks to a minimum. <laughs> uh, you know, the water heater was functioning for the entire week, even though we had another... I don't know, six or seven inches of rain. Uh, uh, but yeah, it was a it was a great week this week. I have no complaints. Yeah, well, except for traffic. Traffic except is the traffic. worst. Yeah. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah. L. A. Drivers in the rain. Um, L. A. Drivers in dry weather oh <laughs> are God. terrible. I mean, it's just I, when I well, I get to work right, mm-hmm. and then everyone complains at work that that folks are driving too fast. They're driving too fast, and I just don't see it. I mean, I don't it, think it, they're drive fast enough. I know. In the <laughs> rain, it's almost like you know they're all uh, you know. Uh, I don't know the, the 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 housekeeper from the Family Guy. They're like, no, I stay here. <laughs> I don't leave the house in the rain. No, but actually, uh, you know the Michelin tires that we got. I mean, I think that makes uh, a Costco? huge, yeah, a huge difference. Uh, so Michelin, if you're listening, Costco, if, you if you're listening, yeah. <laughs> no, but definitely made a huge difference. I mean, I don't know. I was on like Yokohamas or whatever they were yeah, yeah. with the car, but yeah, these these make a huge difference. I, you know, just the driving experience and in the rain, there's no skid or anything. You know, when you when it's a red light and you press on the gas to go, there's no like sort of you know skid for a second. It's just you know pick up and go. Absolutely, I cannot say enough about Costco Michelin tire. Yeah. <laughs> um, so listeners, uh, you know, I hate to do this to you as I do this to you every single week. But I am going to bore you with our listener message. Uh, you know, we're, we're trying our best to get these things out, you know, fast and furious. Uh, and we really appreciate all the new listeners that we've had uh, on the show. And we'll announce some of the, the more specific listeners as we go on. But if you like what you hear on the show, be sure to subscribe by going to our website, which is thirstandgold.buzzsprout.com. You can also search for us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or whatever podcatcher you use you can also copy and paste our rss feed link into your podcatcher if for some reason we don't show up in their search feature please 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 leave us a review we'd love to hear from you uh we have a significant number of listeners and we know we uh we you know we say this every week but we'd really love it if if if, uh some folks would leave a review uh if you'd like to leave feedback 
you know, ask us to, you know, cover a subject, not cover a subject so much. Uh, <laughs> or if there's something that you'd like. If you want us to drink more alcohol? <laughs> less alcohol. Uh, if there's something you'd like to hear on the show, uh, you can email us directly at podcastthirstandgoal at gmail.com. Again, that's podcastthirstandgoal at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at thirstand and on Twitter at goalthirst. If you'd like to donate to the show, you can go to patreon.com forward slash thirst and goal. So thank you guys so much. Uh, we really appreciate uh, all the new listeners that we've, well, you know, that we've, you know, reached out to in the past few, you know, past few weeks. It's, it's really, it's really heartening to know that all of our hard work is, is not going unnoticed. So thank you all so much. No, thank you everybody that has listened and that will listen uh, in the future. We definitely appreciate it. There's so many podcasts out there to listen to and we appreciate you know your your uh, your time. Uh, you know on your way home from work or wherever you're listening to us. But uh, no, thank you very much. Yeah, that's actually the upside to a long commute. Is I I can listen to a significant number of podcasts. Yeah, I mean it's it's actually kind of fun. Uh, so what do we have next up on the big board? Well, let's talk about well some of our well, our agenda for today. Some of our <laughs> our, our topics. Uh, we have a shot. Uh, our new shot. Uh, it's it's uh, dubbed the uh, Beast Mode. Uh, shot. Um, we're also going to make a shout. Oh, actually, we also have a bourbon. We might do that right afterward. Ben was kind enough uh, to go out and, and get me a birthday gift. Uh, it, it's a well, I, I cheated a little bit. I've already tasted it, <laughs> and it's 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 good. And we'll definitely taste it again and and uh, and, and let you guys know what what uh, what flavors are coming through. But it's really good, Ben. Um, and uh, you're gonna. Make shout out to our new listeners. Uh, yes, absolutely. Yes, definitely. And let me get back to this picture right here. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> there have been some moves in the NFL uh, or potential trades. I'm not sure if Flacco has been traded just yet, but I, you know, it, it's it's going to happen. Uh, and Kareem Hunt was picked up by a team. Uh, we're going to talk about Antonio Brown. I'm sure Ben will talk about Antonio Brown at length. As he usually does with any oh, Steelers, I am news. growing tired of Antonio Brown. I, I never thought I'd see the day, but it, it's it, he is he is tiring me out. Yeah. I, I I I don't know. I like him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you like the blonde mustache, do you? Yeah, is, uh, I didn't I didn't I didn't even notice that. Oh yeah, yeah. You see, he dyed his blonde, you know, his mustache blonde, and the rest of his beard is you know typical color. Well, you know, he's fashion forward. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to start a trend. I'm sure we'll see that. Uh, on the streets <laughs> soon. Of Pittsburgh. Exactly. Maybe not Pittsburgh. <laughs> Maybe in San Francisco. I've heard rumors. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to introduce a new beer. Uh, and then also our corners reports. Uh, which which teams do we believe have no chance uh, next year? I'm not. What's the next one? It's, it's corner slash, what is that, Ben? Oh, intensive care. Teams uh, that are on life support. Oh, okay. Year. I, well, I guess that's the same thing. All right, perfect. Uh, I don't, do we have anything to say about the AAF? I mean, that's on the board. Yeah, yeah. We'd just like to talk about, you know, our general thoughts about the AAF week one and week two, you know, their viewership, their, you know, some of the rules that we may not have discussed last week. Uh-huh. Uh, and I we think may, I burned those notes. And, <laughs> we may, and we may criticize, um, we may criticize uh, the team names a little bit. D- yes, yes. <laughs> they are terrible. And we have our quiz. Um, you know, Ben, you're the only one at the table right now. I'm sure Sonia will come out soon. She was throwing a little shindig tonight for the ladies. That is and true. So she's Galentine's Day. Inside. Galentine's, is that what they call it? I, I had no Apparently. idea. I had no idea. And then, uh, what's, oh yeah, wait, when you're, <laughs> we're going to have our, our top something. We're going to figure it out <laughs> during the podcast. 
Uh, and then the futures and the props, those are some bets you're going to talk about, Ben? Yeah, we're just going to talk about, you know, they have the futures out for, you know, odds to win the Super Bowl next year. And we, mm-hmm. we'd uh, like to follow that, you know, during the course of the offseason and, and as we get, um, you know, moving towards uh, towards training camp. Uh, just see how those numbers move as, as signings are made, as the draft happens. I just think it would be an interesting thing to follow. Mm-hmm. And then a little bit of uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, well, feedback from, from Ben and from, Son, yeah? yeah? We, we, got through game, we got through Season 4 uh-huh. uh, in about four episodes of Season 5. Mm-hmm. So I'm finally at the point now where I'm actually uh, a little reluctant to watch them as quickly as we have been watching them because <laughs> April is further away than I anticipated. It's fast uh, and approaching. And I think we may actually be through all of the episodes you know, sometime in March. Uh, the first, what is it, seven seasons uh, in March. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I'd like to get through them a little bit more slowly, I think, just so we're coming right up to the right up to the cusp of when the new season starts. Yeah, and so those are our topics. And now, Ben, should we uh, should we give this shot a try? Let's. Well, Franek, first, big, big, huge shout out to Franek. I just want to make everyone clear out there in <laughs> podcast land. You know, Franny puts a lot of work into these shots. It's, it's oh, no yeah. it's no easy task to come up with a new original shot every single week. And even if it's not an original <laughs> shot, he say. doesn't know it's not an original shot when he concocts it. So well, it, it's a significant amount of work. And each and every one of the shots, with the exception of the tequila shot that's on. That's on and the one last to, week wasn't that great either. It was, uh, it was okay. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, but he has put a lot of work into these folks. They look nice in pictures. And they look nice in pictures. You can see it on our Instagram at Thirstand, and you can also see it uh, on Twitter at GoalThirst. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what are we calling this shot this week? This is the Beast Mode shot, Ben. And the reason it's a uh, Beast Mode shot is because I did use Skittles. I infused a little bit of vodka with some green Skittles, which was pretty interesting. I didn't think it would turn that green. Uh, if you if you take a look on Instagram, they actually look uh, they're very pretty. Uh, um, Absolutely. Yeah, so it's, it's uh, Tito's Vodka uh, with some uh, blue Curacao um, right below it. Uh, you know, it's kind of, um, I don't know, right, well, I guess when you pour it on, I don't know how the hell liquids do this, but it's sitting right on top, the vodka sitting right on top of the blue uh, Curacao. And uh, the rim that I have here, we finally incorporated. Finally. Yes, we finally incorporated the Pop Rocks. It's, uh, they're, they're green Pop Rocks, and uh, Sanya, who's not here, is a huge Seahawks fan. And uh, that's that's what this shot is for. And, well, Sunday's not here. But me and Ben will definitely. <laughs> we'll take this yeah, shot. Yeah, we'll, we'll drink this shot. And Marshawn Lynch is not coming back. Yes. Apparently. Well, we'll see. Uh, but if this was his last year, you know, wherever he played, mm-hmm. uh, Oakland, you know. But he had a lot of great years uh, in Seattle. Mm-hmm. You know, Seattle finally won a Super Bowl. And they could not have done it without his help. And, you know, he suffered. They could have won two with his help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they could have won two if they used Beast Mode a little more. Um, but he, he, you know, he was an outstanding player for them for a long time. He took a lot of shit early in his career for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just want to give a big shout out yeah. to, to Marshawn. And he did and bring a lot, of, a lot of entertainment to the league. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he, he was always fun to watch in post game interviews. Oh, God. And his Super Bowl <laughs> interview? I mean, I can't remember what it was. It was, uh, this, I think, the Super Bowl against Denver. You know, he essentially just showed up to the to the yeah. uh, to media day, and uh-huh. that's really all he did. He mm-hmm. didn't answer any questions, but he was there to answer questions. He just didn't answer any of them. Why should you have to? Yeah, uh, well, it's it's just an endorsement yeah. bonanza, allegedly. Uh, yeah, but so here we go. A lot of excitement, a lot of entertainment that he's given us over the years, and if he's retiring, well, he had a great career. <laughs> Green pastures. Let's try this. Hmm. Tastes like beast mode. 
It, I don't know what beast mode tastes like. <laughs> this tastes like a, if you distilled down Marshawn Lynch's spirit, I think this would be somewhat similar to what that spirit would taste like. Yeah, you like. get that vodka. Yeah, the vodka's definitely hit you a little hard. Yeah, it, harder than I thought. Yeah, I, yeah for I, sure. I, I thought the uh, the Skittles would add a little bit of flavor to that. I don't taste the Skittles as much. I taste the Curacao, the blue Curacao. For sure. It. But the, the, the beginning of it was... Um, it was well, it tastes like alcohol because it was straight vodka. <laughs> but then finishing those, it was almost like a tangy sort of. It was, yeah. it was actually pretty I mean, good. It was a tangy finish. It did a little sharp. Yeah. Uh, definitely, you can tell that there is alcohol in this shot. Oh, yeah. There's yeah, no doubt about it. And, uh, and I wish it was an original shot, but uh, I did Google it, and it seems like there's different ways of, of, of making and putting it together. Um, so it's, you know, I, the, the whole, you know. It, Diluting the the skittles in the vodka wasn't my idea, but it's it's really cool. Um, but but I did add the rim of of, uh, of the pop rocks. I, I did add a, my own touch to it with the green pop rocks, and it's it's a nice looking shot. Yeah, and I encourage everyone to go out there and check it out on on Instagram uh, as well as uh, Twitter. I mean, it really is an interesting mm-hmm. looking shot. The density, I think, uh, blue curacao uh, is an ingredient in, in in a lot of these types of drinks because of the density of it. Mm-hmm. So it sits at the bottom of the glass. And sort of well. tangy sweetness that you get. Um, I'm not exactly sure what's in it. I don't know. Um, but it really sort of makes Looks like a, a lot of blue shot. food coloring. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's whatever they use. Yeah, in it. shout out to the Blitz podcast. They, <laughs> they seem to use blue curacao in a lot of their drinks. Yeah. So, you know, we're uh, we're we're taking a you know, taking a, a page out of their book. So I have to come up with a shot for next week. We'll see. Yeah, listeners, if you have what any I ideas, can Google. <laughs> yeah, if you you know, if there's anything you'd like us to concoct, if you you know, if you'd like us to make somehow make a Cincinnati Bengal shot, we're open yeah. to it. Or even uh, a, well, not Cowboys. I'm not going to well, do a Cowboys shot. We're not going to make a Cowboys Sorry. shot. You know, we can make a Miami Dolphin shot for for our cousin, or your would, cousin over. That would in, actually uh, be kind of nice, an an orange uh, sort of colored uh, liqueur with um, I don't know, maybe some sort of a. Do they have blue skittles? <laughs> yeah, well, we can do we can do a farewell shot every week because apparently the Miami Dolphins are moving on from uh, Mr. Tannehill. As they, the street. as they should, as they they should he's, have moved on from him a long time he's ago. He's actually thirty years old. I think of him as being like twenty-seven, <laughs> but I guess he's thirty years like, old. <laughs> and uh, so, should we? Since we just washed that down, oh, very a, good. Yeah, should yeah. we? Should we taste the bourbon? Let's now, do it. And I'm actually uh, my 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 main drink of the night here tonight is the same as I was drinking last week. It's an Opier um, gin mm-hmm. uh, from London. It's an oriental spice gin uh, with a little tonic, and I'm actually doubling up on the limes tonight. Uh, it's actually really, really good. I'm, I'm just... Um, You're getting the aromas? I'm, I'm getting, yes, exactly, it's an, from this whiskey. It smells nice. It's a really nice whiskey, as far as I can tell. Yeah, and this is, uh, you know, it's a whiskey, uh, or actually a bourbon whiskey, or what do you call that, actually? Uh, uh, it says, whiskey finished in rum... Port and Dunn Vineyards Cabernet Barrels. And this is a barrel. It's called a barrel dovetail. Uh, it's from the Barrel Craft Spirits I'm uh, Distillery in Kentucky. Uh, this is a 10-year-old whiskey chilled or distilled in Indiana, finished in Dunn Vineyards Cabernet Barrels. It's 11-year-old bourbon distilled in Tennessee, finished in black strap rum casks and LBV port pipes. I mean, it's really, really good. It is I'm just trying to see which uh, which scents come through. Well, the appearance is amazing. 
I mean, I'm not oh, yeah. I'm not a huge bourbon whiskey man, mm-hmm. uh, but the appearance is really really good. It's got a sort of a rose gold, um, you know, copperish sort of color uh, to it. I mean, it doesn't look like a lot of the bourbons that I've attempted to taste in the past. It's a nice it's a it's a nice sweet smoky flavor coming through and. Let me just take a sip here. It's smoky, it, and it is sweet. I mean, yeah. it does have a sweetness to it. I don't know whether that's from the rum barrels, um, but it does have a sweetness to it that I didn't expect. But what I'm shocked more about than anything is the fact that it's 61.45% <laughs> alcohol, and it's so smooth. Usually when you have a, 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 a large alcohol content like that, you know, it's, it's a little bit harsh, whereas this one... It goes down. I mean, you can kind of feel it at the back here. Throw a little bit of, you know, like that sort of burn, but then it goes away right away, and it's so mellow and so smooth when it goes down. I know you don't drink it that often. You don't drink bourbons that often. I mean, we have in the past. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I can definitely keep on drinking this. This is some dangerous stuff because of the alcohol content and how easy it is to drink. Yeah, I mean, I've been trying. You know, there was a time in my life when I was not uh, not a big fan of the beer. Um, and somehow you were you know, not a big fan of beer. <laughs> between, yeah, exactly. You know, between the ages of you know eighteen and twenty-one, somehow I, I uh, you know, I acquired a, a taste for beer. So I am, you know, I'm optimistic that I will be able to acquire a taste for bourbon. I mean, every you know, every movie, every TV show. There's some sort of a nutty flavor coming in, though. I mean, it's, it's really nice. Thank you, Ben. It's allegedly it's chestnut honey. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, again, for the record, uh, you know, we are not sponsored by any of these companies. We're not sponsored by Blue Curacao or Barrel uh, Barrel Craft Spirits. Uh, but if you're, you know, if you're open to, to, uh, to like, sponsoring us, we'd be happy to. We just really want to bring our listeners, uh, you know, our honest opinion about... A little spice, too. Like a little bit of spice on your tongue. Wow. Very good, Ben. This is, this is really good stuff. I you mean, think there's I, pepper in there? Allegedly, there's a little bit of a peppercorn in there. I'm not sure I'm, if I taste it. I'm not sure if that's what it is, but you can definitely you can definitely taste it on your tongue. I mean, it's 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 not overwhelming though, which is which is pretty interesting since it is, you know, sixty one point four five percent alcohol. I, I mean, we had some amazing empanadas earlier tonight, and I almost wish I had had cracked this open at that time. I feel like it would have went really really well with those empanadas. You had to wait for me. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> but this stuff, really good. Dangerous really good. stuff. Dangerous stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, we have, well, our new listeners. Let's make a shout-out to some of our new listeners out there. Yeah, we have some new listeners out there in podcast land. We're really happy to have everybody. Uh, you know, we're growing every single week, and it's really exciting. Um, you know, we wanted to uh, point out again, we had a listener from Hull, England. Another listener from Hull, England, which is yes. out there on the East Coast of the United Kingdom. Yes, Whole City Tigers. I wonder if he's a fan of the whole... I'm sure he's a Whole City Tiger fan. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Uh, you know, we're really looking forward to a trip to, to the UK uh, coming up this summer. Uh, our plan is to buzz through a part of the United Kingdom on the way to Croatia. And actually, Sonia, uh, you know, our, our one of our co-hosts here on the show, is going to be in London this October and is going to be actually touring some of the countryside around London, uh, so we're excited to announce that. Uh, yeah, you know, I was thinking of going to Salzburg this summer. I mean, going to Croatia and then maybe taking a drive to Salzburg. How, how many hours? 
I would say from uh, from where we are in Croatia, it's maybe a seven-hour drive. Ooh, that's a that's not a that's not an insignificant drive. Well, we could stop off and I don't know, zog it up for a night. I don't know. That's true. That's true. Well, the key is to get me there as quickly as possible. <laughs> so that's the that's the key to limit the number of days that I am in my first destination before I get to Croatia. Well, I, I, well, it's it's nice since we're there. Why not just try? Yeah, something yeah, different? yeah. I agree. I agree. But the problem is once you get me in front of the Adriatic on a chair, I know it's difficult to get me up from that chair. Exactly. <laughs> You know, from the chair to the dinner table to the bar, from the chair to the dinner table to the bar, uh-huh. you know, it gets almost into a, a, a sweet routine. And you can definitely tell you're at the beach because uh, your tan is the color of this whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tan pretty well in Croatia for some reason. I don't tan as well here. Uh, you know, something about yeah, over, that. Over Adriatic here you turn sun. red, whereas over there it's it's like this nice, uh, I don't know, like it's a... a, a I don't know, like you're aged in an oak barrel or something. I'm aged in a rum oak barrel. And, <laughs> yeah. and the reality is... Um, you know, just just being there next to the sea and eating from the sea uh, every day. I think that that's what sort of puts my body at one with the sun and the sea. In Croatia. I think so. I think so. Yeah, you, you guys aren't big. Out. You guys aren't big on the seafood, but I'll eat anything even if I have to pick it off a rock. You do. You do pick <laughs> it off rocks. Oh, that's true. Oh, the Voki. Oh <laughs> God. Anyone that goes to Croatia, please try the Voki. You don't have to buy it. You can catch it. Boil it, a little salt and pepper, a little butter. It's amazing. Olive oil, there's just, I don't know. It's amazing. No, it's not. Well, you know, uh, you know, uh, Sonia's mother and I are the only <laughs> ones that will eat it. Uh, I go out there with a, you know, with a, what do you call it, the uh, the sack that where the, you know, the water drains through the sack. It's uh-huh. like a burlap sack. Uh-huh. And you just go out there with a snorkel and you get down there in the water and you grab them. You know, they're not in danger. Yeah, well, you, uh, put, you put anything in your mouth. That is true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is true. Anything. And we have some new listeners from Paso Robles, California. Yes, Paso Robles. Thank you for listening to us. Northern California. And in honor of Paso Robles, we have an interesting IPA to taste tonight. It's a mango IPA from Paso Robles. So we'll see how it tastes. Um, and we also have some new listeners from North Hollywood, California. Wow, look at that. You know, a little ways down the road here. We're excited to hear that we have some listeners, you know, a, little, you know, a few more local listeners. No-ho. And this past week, you know, thank you, Buzzsprout. Uh, but we have six <laughs> new listeners from countries outside of the United States that are unidentifiable. I, d- I don't know why they would be unidentifiable. <laughs> so we're not sure exactly where you are. Uh, but if you're not in Hull, England, you know, we're, we're, this is a shout-out to you guys uh, because we're not exactly sure why they can't uh, pinpoint triangulate exactly. your location. But we're really excited that we have a bunch of new listeners outside the U.S. Um, so thank you all. Thank you all for listening to the show. All right, Ben. So uh, next up on the big board, how do you feel about the Cream Hunt signing? <sighs> it seems like a strange signing to me. I mean, is, the team. Is, I mean, is going, he allowed? To, going to Cleveland. Is, is he even allowed to sign, though? I mean, I know they signed him, but when is he actually going to be able to play football? That's what I'm not sure about. So he's allowed to sign. I yeah. mean, he could sign. Apparently, it's a one-year, $1 million contract. So he's Which allowed. Which is a great deal. Yeah, it's a great deal for the Browns, even though they have Chubb. Um, so immediately upon signing, he goes on the commissioner's exempt list, and they're going to reopen the negoti- the investigations both into... The incident in the hotel, as well as to the in, into the incident in the club, which appeared to be f- more innocuous, obviously, than the than the incident in the hotel. Mm-hmm. So, if they ultimately make a determination that there is a long term suspension, he will serve that nonetheless. Yeah. So he will not play until there's some disposition in the investigation into both the the hotel incident as well as the club incident. And apparently, there's a third incident that. 
I'm not aware of. Yeah, well, but, what do you think about? I mean, the Browns going out there and I mean, one million dollars. I mean, it's not they're, they're that taking big of a, a, they're, they're taking a chance. You know, I mean, you never know. He he might not even play at all. I'm not sure if if he doesn't play, will he be paid that one million dollars? But uh, I mean, he, he's. He's a great talent. I mean, he's a good running back. You know, who knows what would have happened if he was still on the the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs. Who knows? Maybe they would have beaten the 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 Patriots. Um, which, I mean, I, I wish they did. <laughs> I'm sure most of the country. I think most of the country wishes that that would have happened. Every podcast that was the theme of every podcast. Who, who, who knows? Who knows if that would have made any sort of difference? But. I'm not opposed to him uh, signing with the team. I'm, I'm all for second chances. Uh, you know, he, there was there was never any any charges that were pressed against him. I mean, you know, right. it's not like he was arrested for this. Uh, I mean, obviously we saw the video. We've seen worse things happen in the Joe NFL. Mixon. With, yeah, Joe Mixon, exactly who's who's playing. Ray Rice. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, Ray Rice never came back, whereas Joe Mixon is is he's playing uh, for when, the Cincinnati Bengals. And. Depending on what you think is bad, you know how you know your 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 degrees of wrongful behavior. I mean, the the MVP of the Super Bowl was suspended for PEDs. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I, I mean, I listened. I actually went back and I listened to my original sentiment on this. You know, back uh, during the 2018 season, and I essentially I think it was like said episode that I, number three uh, that I, that I don't thought. I, you know, I didn't think that she, he should ever play again. Um, so you know, my hope is that. What will happen is that the commissioner will, will they will actually go out and conduct a thorough investigation and make a good faith finding based on whatever the, you know based on what they uncover, and if it turns out that there was some wrongdoing um, in excess of what we saw on the tape, I, I would hope that there would be a significant suspension, uh, at least you know six to eight games of this this upcoming season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. I, I, you know the reaction in the moment. You know my reaction in the moment was was pretty significant. I mean, I, I really essentially said that it, that he should never play again. Uh, but I, you know, the reality is, you know, if they suspend him for at least six to eight games uh, for a million dollars, I can live with that. If I was an Eagles fan, I know you said I, I, I this. am an Eagles fan. <laughs> I know you said this. I can't believe you. I were... am an Eagles fan, but uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad if the Eagles signed him. You know, for a million bucks, and see whatever happens. I mean, a million. I mean, it's like a bargain. It's almost nothing. I mean, I can't believe that the Browns were the only team that went out there. I'm not sure if he was. Maybe, maybe there was another team that went out and, and and. There probably was, but the money could not have been as good, in most in most of those circumstances. Yeah. I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Um, because if someone other team offered him, you know, two or three million for a year, I assume he because Cleveland is not. You know, it's not. He didn't sign with the. You know, with well, the, Cleveland's better now. Cleveland, uh, they are. They were better for one year. Yeah, seven, eight, and one. I mean, hey. they were better for one year. We don't know what's going to happen next year with a new head coach. Um, I kind of like their head coach, uh, but who knows? Uh, but I, I think it was a smart move for the Browns. Uh, you can get them, you know, get Kareem Hunt for a million dollars. He was uh, an amazing running back, both from the backfield as well as catching passes out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. So if he can, you know, if he can get back to the the form that he was in. You know, for Kansas City, I think it's a good move for, for Cleveland. Oh, it's definitely It just good. makes me sad that, you know, that uh, it'll make me sad if, if there's not a significant suspension. Well, I'm sure there will be a suspension. We just don't know how long it will be. But, uh, you know, I don't think it's a terrible signing for for the uh, for the Browns. <laughs> I mean, as a Steeler fan, I would prefer that we don't have, you know, a generational back on one of our opponents. Yeah. <laughs> you know, luckily the Cincinnati Bengals have never had. I mean, they've had a, a series of running backs whose names you know, 
but there aren't they they haven't had a running back who's uh transitional who's amazing who's just you know a Todd Gurley a, a, a Le'Veon Bell a, a Zeke Elliott well, they haven't had any of those type of guys. They've just had guys that you know. Mm-hmm. Well, they're, um, taking so, a, they're taking a chance on him, and you know we'll, we'll see what happens. But I'm not opposed to the signing. I'm sure there are people out there that are opposed to it because of the video that came out. But you know, he, he was never arrested. Yeah, that's this. amazing that he was never arrested. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is amazing that he was never arrested for that. He never um, pressed any charges or anything. You know, regardless of whether anyone wants to press any charges, they should still have done some type of an inquiry into the situation. Although he did lose, you know, he lost how many games last year, uh, and he's probably going to lose, um, you know, a significant number of games this year. Mm-hmm. So what's next up on the big board? The Joe Flacco trade. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about this. I, I, I Well, it's... You know, I mean, does John, is, John, is, El, is John Elway's pillow made out of rocks? And he just bangs his head against it as he goes to bed at night? He's just banging his head up against a piece of concrete? I mean, I just don't get this. I mean, they already have a quarterback that's better than Joe Flacco. You, you Wait, you, you think that Case Keenum is better than Joe Flacco? Joe Flacco at 33 years old, I will take Case Keenum. I mean, it's six of one, half dozen of another. Is, is Joe Flacco well, we, really... We, we, we kind of saw, saw what, uh, what, what Case Keenum this, did this year. I mean, you know... The, they were never really. I mean, they were in the playoff hunt for a for a short time there, but he he was not that great. Oh, definitely not. But Joe Flacco was benched for a rookie who allegedly was incapable of throwing the ball downfield. I mean, the, the Jackson's first game, he carried the ball whatever it was twenty times for a hundred plus yards. Um, I don't. I, well, I, I in my opinion, I think he's better than Case Keenum. He's better than Brock Osweiler was. Make your case. Better than Trevor Simeon, better than Paxton Lynch. Uh, so those guys, that's not a stellar cast of characters right there. I, I, I think Joe Flacco, if if it's um, if, if they can kind of replicate what they had in Baltimore with a, a balanced offense with a strong defense, which is what they have. They have a very strong defense. Well, it's getting weaker by it, the it, year. It, it, it is. It is. But if they can, it's gotten sort of, weaker every year since the year that they they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. But if they can replicate that, you know, I, I think uh, Joe Flacco could give them some success uh, there in, in uh, Denver because, you know, he's been in the league so long. You know, he has a lot of experience. Um, you know, I, I did look up some of his stats. Oh, you know, God. you looked up <laughs> Joe Flacco stats. That yeah, could have been they're, a, they're not, could have been a long look. They're not that great, but uh, <laughs> I know they're not that great. <laughs> but you know, he, he was over four thousand yards in one season. He was pretty close in another. He was like three thousand nine hundred and something yards. His most touchdowns in a game were twenty-seven touchdowns, which, in a which, which, which isn't spectacular in a season. Um, but uh, you know, I, I, I think he's a serviceable quarterback, and I, I think uh, you know they, they can have some success with him. I mean, I guess I think they can make the playoffs with, I mean, with I just Joe don't, Flacco. I, I, I guess the, the, what, what was you know what raised sort of my spidey senses on that was I mean, what is significantly better about Joe Flacco than Case Keenum. I mean, I would, I would. I'd understand it if Aaron Rodgers were a free agent and they were going to go out and try to get yeah. Aaron Rodgers. But if, if you look at, but they got to pay Keenum too. Yeah, yeah it's true. <laughs> I mean, I how long is Keenum's contract? It's got to be at least for another year or two. Yeah, yeah, and, but with, and significant numbers, I think. Yeah, but he's he's better than the Peyton Manning that went to the Super Bowl and won the <laughs> Super Bowl. I mean, the guy could barely throw the ball 15 yards down the field, so he's definitely better than that. 
so yeah, I, I think it's he. They're in a better situation now with Joe Flacco than they were with Case Keenum. And do you think they'll try to make a move with Keenum? I mean, they ha- they can't keep them both on the roster. I, I'm sure there are desperate teams out there that might want to try to trade for him. You know, pick him up somehow. I mean, it's just, I mean, because I think I think Keenum's making damn near twenty million. Flacco's going to make like eighteen and a half million next year. Mm-hmm. Twenty plus million the year after that, and then twenty almost twenty four million I think in twenty twenty one. And the Broncos are unless they cut him and take the, the cap hit, they are stuck with that salary. Uh, so I'm not sure what type of uh, salary cap situation they put themselves into. Uh, but John Elway really took a flyer on this one. I mean, he really took a flyer on this one. I'm not sure we would cause, because Wait, he, he, took, he took a flyer with Peyton Manning. I mean, Peyton. Well, Manning but was, he's Peyton Manning. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, not, he's not Joe Flacco. He, uh, well, yeah, but he was at Flacco. the end, he was at the end of his career, and uh, you know they, they got blown out in that Super Bowl against the Seahawks, and then you know against the Panthers. Um, you know they, they won. Because the defense more than yeah, yeah, anything yeah. else. I mean, I, I mean, anybody could have won that yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah, so I, I could have. I wish I, that was the year. I wish I had played quarterback <laughs> for the Broncos. I mean, that was just. Ter- I mean, I, I mean, I, I guess I can understand it if you're if you're sort of you know making a one year run at it. You know, you're all in this year, uh, but I'm not sure they have the the pieces around him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thomas is gone. Although hey. it looks like the Texans are going to cut Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, because yeah, well, he's injured. But what do you? I mean, but he's got Emmanuel Sanders and maybe Lindsay. An, maybe Antonio Brown. Oh God! <laughs> don't even say that. Don't even. That's crazy talk. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just think John Elway is really desperate. I mean, I don't think he could possibly get fired. I don't think it's possible to fire John Elway, especially with uh, the owner of the team being ill. Um, but that that was a strange signing to me to, to sign. Uh, Keenum last year, yeah, and give him a whole bunch. But, of money. But it seems like it seems like they've been desperate for a quarterback, you know, ever since. Uh, I mean, they, they signed Brock Osweiler yeah, to yeah, that yeah. huge contract, so they were desperate at that time. Uh, you know, they got Paxton Lynch in, in the draft. Uh, you know, to try to see if he was their man going forward, which he, he obviously was not. He wasn't. You know, and then Case Keenum, that was sort of a desperate signing after his his uh, great season. Well, it was a good season. Uh, in Minnesota, and, and you know why not? Why not just give uh, Joe Flacco a shot? I mean, I, I think he's better than those guys that I just named. Yeah, I mean, it just I, I I'm, I'm gonna, this will be a theme probably from now until September. I mean, it just goes to show how smart Bill Belichick is. I mean, you, you, I mean Keenum, the Vikings let him go because they think Cousins is better. They signed Cousins to this huge contract. Cousins stinks it up, and now Keenum is over in Denver. Denver gives him a bunch of money, and now they don't want him anymore. Now they bring Flacco in. It just goes to you know goes to show how those steady franchises like the Eagles well, or the Steelers or the the Patriots and you know not making these kind of rash moves you know over and over and over again mm-hmm. um, because I mean Cousins got what eighty four million Flacco's going to get you know seventy million if they if if he plays out his contract mm-hmm. uh, and they're going to have to pay Keenum a whole bunch of money as well so it, it just uh, it seems a little little odd to me but I'm um, you know Denver. You know, do your best. Yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll be interesting to watch, you know, <laughs> Joe Flacco in Denver now. Um, uh, but like I said, yeah. if, they can, if they can replicate, you know, that, that same thing that uh, Baltimore, that, that same sort of recipe that they had with the strong defense and uh, the so-so offense, uh, I'm sure they can still, you know, make it to the playoffs, maybe make a run. We'll see. I mean, he's got a great arm. I mean, he's got two good backs. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it'll be an interesting offense. I think. It, I think they're probably going to try to replicate a little bit of what, 
they do in New England, the way that they use their multiple backs, uh, you know, screen passes, short passes. I think you might see a little bit more of that mm-hmm. in Denver next year with Flacco and then taking those big shots downfield to Sanders or whoever else um, they end up picking up in the draft or in the offseason. What's next up on the big board? <laughs> That's Those are great sound effects, Ben. <laughs> it's literally it's, it's, the least I can do. And it, it's, it's your favorite topic. It's Steelers drama. Oh, Specifically, Lord, Antonio heaven. Brown, he, uh, he tweeted out his farewell uh, oh, to the yeah, Steelers yeah, yeah. And, and Pittsburgh uh, nation. I mean, it's just brutal. I mean, it's exhausting. I mean, it literally is exhausting to, to follow what's going on with him. So he, he tweets out his farewell, right? Uh-huh. He schedules a meeting, allegedly, with the Roonies uh, coming up in a week or two. Uh, and then he you know tweets out some other ridiculousness this week about you know how the, the owners are lying to you. They've, they've got you all fooled as if you know he's the first person. He figured out his bosses aren't telling him everything as if he's discovered penicillin or something. Of course your bosses aren't telling you everything. Uh, you know, I just don't. Un- I mean, I just don't understand what his end game is. How can- how do you tweet out a goodbye to the fans of your team when you're still under contract? Ex- exactly, exactly. That was kind of odd. They don't have to trade him. It, they can, <laughs> they can they keep don't him. Have to trade him. They can keep him next season. They could actually keep him on the season and Harrison him. They could just not even play him. They could just leave him on the bench, make him come to the games. If he doesn't come to the games, suspend him and not pay him. I just don't understand. I mean, it, it's just, it's sort of mind-boggling to me. I mean, he, he, he must have sort of set an early Randy Moss or an early Terrell Owens mind at ease because we're not the craziest motherfuckers out there. This guy is now in Terrell Owens' territory. This is worse than working out in your front yard because at least Terrell Owens was trying to get a contract. He was trying to promote himself and get himself into the best possible situation, as much as I might not have liked it. But this clown is under contract. And he's one of the best receivers in the NFL. As much as I don't want to admit it, he is. So why would you act this way? What do you think, Ronnie? Well, you know, I, I think he's doing the Steelers a favor, really. I mean, why You keep think he's him, doing them a favor? Why keep him on the team? I mean, you know, get something back for him trade something get some picks back I mean you know I was hearing you know the Steelers might want a first round pick I don't think they're gonna get a first round but if they can get a you know a couple of second round picks or a second and third or something just get something in return for him let him go somewhere else let him be somebody else's headache not not you know disrupt team chemistry uh for the Steelers just you know let him go out and and be on his own He's, he's not gonna accomplish anything anywhere else in the league where is he gonna go anybody that can take him right now He's not going to win a Super Bowl anywhere, and I mean that's that's what he well, wants. He, he essentially, he thinks he's going to win a Super yeah. Bowl with San Francisco. Well, there were rumors. Yes, he was flirting with the Niners, whatever that's supposed yeah, to mean. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't a, know exactly. And allegedly, what, there's another rumor about another team. Yeah, I mean, I, I heard the Panthers or yeah, something yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Good I, luck with you. Yeah, yeah, I, I, good luck to if, you there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good luck with that. Yeah, I don't know how that would work out, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, he's just a huge distraction for the Steelers right now. Just better if you can get whatever you can for him. Let him walk. Um, you know, I mean, he, he, his, his 2018 campaign, I mean, he scored 15 touchdowns. He had, you know, 1,297 yards, uh, this year receiving. Um, but so, you know, he's, he's 31 right now. I mean, how much does he have left in the tank? Really? I mean, you, you know, at, at, at a, at the quarterback position, right. 
you know, we have quarterbacks that are almost 40 years old that are playing. 41, <laughs> 41 unfortunately. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Drew Brees is playing at a high level. Uh, Philip Rivers well. is, is, is playing pretty well, too. Uh, but once you're a receiver, receiver running back, you know, I mean, those guys don't last very long in this league. And so, you know, if they can get one more year out of him, maybe with the Niners, maybe with the Panthers, uh, or wherever he ends up, you know, I don't think there's a team out there that you could go to and win a Super Bowl or, or, or be in contention to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, it's it just, to me, it's, it's um, <clears throat> excuse me, I mean, it just evidences a, a, a huge lack of gratitude, a huge lack of graciousness. You know, I, I learned this a long time ago, and luckily I had a mentor back in the day that, 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 that taught me the value of not burning your bridges and the value of, you know, being gracious. I mean, he had a huge, and he has a huge contract. He had more targets than anyone in the league last year. He didn't catch them all. They weren't all perfectly thrown balls. Mm -hmm. But he had more targets than anyone else in the league. He's one of the, if not the highest paid receiver in the league. And he acts as if he's been sent off, you know, to, you know, to to Isolation Island, as if they've, they've treated him terribly, as if they've put him on the bench for weeks on end and not thrown the ball to him or or just not used him properly. I mean, he had more it? targets than anyone else. They played him on special teams. They played him in the passing game. They played him from the slot. They played, I mean, he... He's, he, just a, he's a prima donna. He's a, he's a prima donna. He, he likes to cause uh, disruption. He's a, yeah, he's... That, that's why it's just better to just go ahead and, and get rid of him. Whatever you can get in return for him, I would just go ahead and do it now. And I, I'm but sure this, is, a, this st- is sort of an about face for you, though, no? I mean, you you thought the Steelers should be a little bit more patient. I think last year, as it sort of started to evolve. Yeah, yeah, but but now it's the point where it's like you know this is way too much. You know, I mean, you know, the, the Steelers organization has been a rock solid organization for so many years, and uh, this is just causing too much too too many headaches for them. It's it's way too much to deal with, and it's better to ship them off, get somebody in the draft. You know, I mean, Juju Smith is playing. You know, pretty damn good. Exactly, and and the Steelers. Uh, they always find somebody else to replace the guy that they just let go. <laughs> I mean, they had Plaxico Burris. Uh, I mean, how many other guys did they have? Emmanuel I mean, Sanders, exactly. Plaxico Burris, Antonio seem- Holmes, Mike Wallace. Yeah. yeah they always- uh, Yancey Thigpen, on and on and on. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, it's... I don't think the Steelers, it's exhausting. Yeah, I, they're going to find somebody else to replace him. I mean, he thinks he's irreplaceable, but at 31 years old, you're very replaceable. I mean, that, I mean uh, he, he sent out a lot of obnoxious tweets uh, in his day. But to send out a tweet essentially to say that, you know, the, 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 the league is playing you all for fools, all the fans for fools, they're not giving you all the information. <laughs> you know, he's in, when you're he's making in that one of the strongest money. he's in one of the strongest unions in the world. And he acts as if he's somehow, you know, working in the coal mines in nineteen fifty five. He I mean, give me a break. Give yep. me a fucking break. Yeah. You're making twenty plus million dollars a year to play a skill position. You can't play all over the field. You can't run routes properly most of the time. Are you really going to find a quarterback out there that can improvise the way that Ben Roethlisberger does? One of the things that Antonio Brown does um, well is improvise. And he's able to find the open spot on the field when the play breaks down. Mm -hmm. Most teams don't play that way. Most teams don't have gunslinging quarterbacks who are okay with you misrunning your routes over and over and over again. If he ends up in a place like New England, he will just shrivel up into a ball of aluminum foil because he cannot run routes over and over again exactly the way he's supposed to run them with the timing that they expect. So I'm really curious to see where he ends up. Um, I think the Steelers have to trade him. 
I don't think they have any choice. I agree with you. I don't think they have any choice but to trade him. But I mean, it is it is exhausting. I yeah. mean, he is such a piece of shit. <laughs> he just if he's just. Well, he's, I he's hope that he grows up. Like I hope he grows up in twenty years and you know ends up you know doing broadcasts on ESPN or something. But right now, he is not doing himself a, a, a service by acting like you know uh, the baby that he's acting like. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's mind blowing to me. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, in my opinion, he's given the Steelers nine good years. He's giving you know he's given them everything basically. That I mean, he's been one, these last five, six years. He's been he's been spectacular, really. I mean, I love watching Antonio Brown play. He's one of the best receivers that I've ever seen. I mean, 11,207 yards, 74 touchdowns for the Steelers. Yeah. But one thing he doesn't have is a Super Bowl. He's acting like he's won so many Super Bowls, like he's the difference maker. You know what? He did his thing, but I, I would just let, definitely let him go. Yeah, and I, mean, and I think if you had a little bit of self-awareness, I mean, you'd look at what the Patriots were able to do this year with the team that they have. Mm-hmm. No Antonio Brown. No James Conner. No... Not the best offensive line, if not the second best offensive line in the league. Very good. I mean, the the amount of talent that the Steelers have on offense is amazing. I mean, they had Juju Smith-Schuster, who is as good as most receivers in the league. Opposite him, they have decent tight ends. They had, you know, McDonald playing most of the year and um, Jesse James playing most of the year with an amazing offensive line. I don't know. I mean... The Patriots were able to win a Super Bowl with a bunch of, you know, a bunch of tough, smart, competitive players. Mm-hmm. Um, and no matter how much talent you have, it's not enough to win a Super Bowl on paper. You need to get on the field and play. The Rams clearly had more talent than the Patriots had this year in terms of the, the, the on paper, on the field. And they didn't win. And they didn't win it this year, and they probably won't win it next year. I mean, I don't know what Antonio Brown expects to get from Jimmy G in in well, San Francisco. We don't know. We don't know. But he thinks for some reason that this guy who's played six games, six meaningless games or eight meaningless games in his career, is somehow going to be Tom Brady overnight. And I just don't buy it. Well, especially in that division, too, with the, with the Seahawks. Seahawks and the Rams. <laughs> and the Rams in that division. Uh, you know, I mean, if he, if he didn't win with the Steelers, I don't think he's going to win – Anywhere else. I mean, the, the Steelers give him a chance, uh, you know, to win uh, at least one Super Bowl, especially, like you said, with with the great um, offense. And, and uh, well, the defense has been not, not maybe not the same. Uh, they were top six. I mean, it, it, they were top six in a lot of categories. I mean, defense actually wasn't as bad as people think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember actually a few years, I think two years ago, sitting right here in front of the same fire <laughs> where I was making the argument that they had to sign Antonio Brown. They, if they had a choice between Bell and Brown, they had to sign Brown. And I could not have been more wrong. Uh. I mean, they're both douchebags. But at least if they had signed Bell, he would have played out the season. He's never really been a distraction outside the locker room. He's been a distraction about his salary, about his contract. But he's never been the kind of distraction... Uh, outside the locker room in the media that that uh, Antonio Brown has been. So what's next up on the big board? Well, before we move on. Oh, where, before where, we move on. Where do you Sorry. think where do you think he's going to end up though? Where do I think he's going to end up? Um, I don't think he's going to end up where people think he's going to end up. Do you think it's going to um, be uh, AFC or NFC? I think he's going to be traded to the NFC. Uh, potentially a team like Washington, 
or you know potentially even the Cowboys. Oh no! Uh, I think he's going to get traded to a team in the NFC. I'm not sure exactly what team, mm-hmm. uh, but I think he's going to end up in the NFC, and I don't think it's going to be San Francisco. I don't think Shanahan is that short-sighted to go out and take a chance. I know every coach out there thinks they can fix every player, but I don't think Shanahan uh, is is silly enough to go out there and make a signing like that, not with what he's trying to build there in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And we have Sonia here. We have here. Sonia Hi. stepped outside. Sonia, you want to come over here and, and uh, speak to Mike from this side? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Actually, maybe, maybe Ben can make some adjustments We're going to gonna the adjust the mic right now. Sorry for the clicks in your ears. So who are we talking about just a second ago? Oh, Ben's favorite, Antonio Brown. <laughs> oh, it's <a> <laughs> of all things. And so we have Sonia outside, and uh, she didn't take her shot earlier. I didn't take my shot. She didn't take her shot. Sonia? Yes. Go ahead and take your shot. Let's see oh, what you think. It's a gorgeous shot. Thank yeah. <laughs> you very much. I I almost don't want to because... It's so pretty. It's so pretty. I wonder how long it would last if I just left it like this. <laughs> well, the blue curacao will probably suck up a lot of time. Many, many weekends in... And it's in a Seahawk glass, no, nonetheless. Tijuana. <laughs> Is that where we got that glass? This one? No. No. Why would I get a Seahawks shot glass in Who Tijuana? Who knows? I got an Oregon State poncho. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here I go. Let's well, see. Let's see what you let's think, Let's taste Sonia. it. Well. You got to shoot it. I will. I'm eating whatever's on the rim of the glass. I hope it's Pop rocks. Pop rocks. Lime pop rocks. Oh, my God. Pop rocks. <laughs> I'm eating it. Okay, here I go. <laughs> she's not, she doesn't she, look thrilled. She's with not shot. gagging at all. This is so freaking cool. Yeah, <laughs> you can feel the pop rocks in your mouth afterwards. The pop rocks are popping. Mm. Very. What good. do you think of the shot, though? The vodka, the blue curacao, like the skittles. I want to eat the glass now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a shaker glass in the house. We can make another batch. Run it. You are quite the stud. Well, Google is quite the stud <laughs> because I googled the shot, but it does taste. It does taste great. <laughs> Let's well, I mean, give Friday some credit I here. Think I sent you one that called the Irish trash can. Uh huh. And it was a blue curacao, but everything else in the kitchen sink. It was gin, vodka. It was, yeah, pretty much everything. It was everything. Well, I'm still popping. What about cool. this, Sonia? You didn't what try. You didn't try the the whiskey Sonia with us. Sonia is oh, going to try. Yes. And All right, so I'm going gonna... to try this very fancy. It's a barrel <laughs> dovetail. Dovetail. It's, it's a yes, bird. So I'm yes. good. It's distilled in Indiana. It is later. You know, I just had a vodka shot. in barrels, <laughs> rum-infused barrels. And I'm still popping. In Kentucky. I think I've got a pop rock stuck in my wisdom <laughs> teeth. <laughs> okay, I got a pop go. rock stuck in my beak. Oh, she's drinking it very slowly, very slowly. Trying to get all the flavors. Sonia's going to like bourbon more than I do. You watch. This is actually See? really good. Right, right. Holy Here. crap. I mean, it's got that aftertaste, that, that sort of warm, it is. It nutty, is. spicy, Could sit in front of the chocolatey, fire. Um, you know, a mouthfeel after oh. you drink it. Sonia's pounding it now. She's like, I've been working my ass off all day. I'm trying to get the pop rock out of my tooth. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, Sonya, uh, to her credit, she had oh an amazing God, Galentine's really Day Maybe, maybe Sonya's palate is more sophisticated than ours, Ben. Uh, I mean, it, it's definitely flavors... more sophisticated than mine. Do you feel coming through? Okay. <laughs> maybe it's a pop rock. <laughs> <laughs> but? There's like a vanilla, sandalwoody... Mm-hmm. She definitely has a more advanced palate. Oh, seriously. Yeah, it's very woods. Oh, that one went straight down. (laughs) (laughs) That is the direction it goes. Oh no, it went like straight down. I don't know. I get I get a lot of. It's like that milky chocolate, not not interesting dark Mm -hmm. chocolate, but it's like a milky chocolate, but it has that vanilla y. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it could be vanilla and chocolate at the same time, but it's creamy. Yeah, that is true. Oh my god, it's really good. Mm-hmm. All right, Barrel Craft Spirits, if you're I, listening, <laughs> you we are still looking for really a sponsor. We're not going to search you out, though. Okay, so here, here's a little hint for us luscious. Really good vanilla bean ice cream. Okay, pour this over it. Okay. Well, it's, it's kind of pricey. Isn't that, sacri- isn't that sac- sacrilegious in terms of the bourbon? Yeah. No, 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 no. You don't have to do a whole glass, guys. Come on, no, just, just no, a little no, bit. No. Over the vanilla ice Over cream. Over the vanilla ice cream. So as you're eating your ice cream, you're still tasting a little bit, but at the bottom of the bowl, when the, all the vanilla is kind of melty, with this, huh? Huh? Really all right. Good. It would be. Really would good. Be very good. I mean, it, it, is, it is a delicious whiskey, Ben. Is it good a- job. Oh, good well, job thank you, thank with you. that. See? That's what happens when you don't go to Total Wine. <laughs> <laughs> this is another liquor establishment that Ben went to. This is another liquor, local <laughs> liquor establishment. Which one was it? What's that? Which one was this it? This was the Wine and Liquor Bin oh. in beautiful Van Nuys, California. This is really Lake good. Balboa adjacent. <laughs> Lake Balboa adjacent. Okay. So, sorry, are you going to be Are going to stick around? Uh... Yeah. Because I do have a quiz coming up. Oh, you do? So right now we're just going to introduce the beer. Uh, oh. We're going to talk uh, about a couple other things, but then the quiz will be coming okay. up. So then we'll, we'll we'll bring you back outside. Sounds great. When we'll bring you out for the quiz. I'm going to go entertain a little yeah, bit. I mean, All right. If I just ask Ben questions, it's going to be really boring. Yeah, entertain your, uh, your your Galentine's Day guests. Yay. Please, because, Sonia. Because there are some Seahawks questions Oh, God. Involved in the quiz this week. We always try to throw some in. All right. And uh, so, Ben. What's next up on the big board? Sonia liked the shot. Sonia liked the (laughs) bourbon or the whiskey. And uh, now the next thing, Ben, we're going to introduce the beer. It looks like it is a mango IPA, Ben, from Barrel House Brewing. And you're already sipping on it. (laughs) And uh, tell us a little bit about the beer, Ben. Did you get any uh, info? I did. This is a Barrel House. It's, it's It's Barrel House Brewing Company. It's up in beautiful... Paso Robles, California. Wow. Uh, established, it good. Yeah, established not so long ago, back in 2012. Uh, appears they have a significant following up there. Uh, and they are, you know, you can find them in sort of your more boutique type of liquor store. Hey, where did you well find it? I found it at Sprouts and Whole uh-huh. Foods. Uh, so you're going to find it in more of your sort of boutique type of places. But uh, it's a mango IPA. Well, Which is not I, my sort of this, cup of tea, generally speaking. This is because you can't really taste. It has a little bit of a, a, a fruity taste to it, but it's not too overpowering, though. It's not a, a strong fruity flavor to it. It's, it's uh, you can still feel that sort of uh, taste that bitterness that an IPA usually has. 
uh, on the finish, but wow, this this one is is really good. I mean, you actually like it? I like this one. I'm actually shocked that you like it. Well, I usually like IPAs, and I'm not normally a a, a, a fruity beer type of guy. Uh, but but I, we have so many listeners now in Paso Robles. I feel like I found a beer from Paso Robles, a microbrew, a beer that is supposed to be really good, and I really like it. Yeah, I mean, it's like, well, I've, I've had so many different alcohols tonight, you know, whiskey, vodka, I'm drinking the Gentleman Jack as well, um, but, you know, with this one, it's, it's almost like a, there's like a melony sort of finish, like a melon sort of, almost like watermelon. But it's like not, at the end. yeah, but it's but not But it's not like a strong, it's not like a yeah. sweet, it's like it's almost sweet and bitter at the same time. It's a 6.2% alcohol mm-hmm. content, you, so it it's, it's, it's middle range, yeah. it's yeah. not particularly it's high. Very easy to drink. Uh, according to the company, they are using uh, Simcoe and Citra hops uh, to sort of bring out the flavor of the the wa- mouth-watering mangoes. Mm-hmm. And I like it. I mean, it, it, it's actually an interesting... Uh, I think they almost found the right balance between the flavor of the beer and the flavor of the fruit. Uh, yep. I th- it almost feels as if that balance is correct. It's not overwhelmingly fruity, and mm-hmm. it's not essentially a beer that tastes like beer that is supposed to have some type of fruit or some type of flavoring in it. It actually has a nice balance to it. Mm-hmm. So shout out yes. to Paso Robles. Shout out to Barrel House Brewing Company. And the Mango IPA. Very good. And keep it real up there, guys. I mean, we are jealous. I mean, Northern California appears to be, from all you know, from everything I can see and all my experiences up there, a pretty amazing place to live. Uh, so keep it up and keep partying strong. Keep your music festivals going. And this beer is amazing. <laughs> No, yeah, it's very good, and I, I, I can see Ben uh, drinking that for the rest of the show. And uh, I will. Along with, I will. along with everything else on the table. <laughs> well, all I have is a gin and tonic. <laughs> I have a barrel house. Barrel house. Barrel dovetail. Barrel dovetail. Whiskey. Bourbon, and half a shot of uh, uh, bee smoke. Yeah. That's that, all I have. That, that that's it. That's it. That's all I've got. So all the flavors kind of ran together. But that, that, that mango IPA, that's, that's really good from Barrel House. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, one of these companies will eventually reach out to us and, and maybe offer and us throw a dime or a nickel our way. Or just, I don't know, send some beer our way. <laughs> yeah, because uh, as we said earlier, you know, I, I don't want anyone to leave this show with the impression that we've received any type of funding at all for any of the products that, uh, that we feature mm-hmm. on the show. We really try to bring you guys things that we truly like and we truly give you our honest opinions about them. Uh, so this isn't some type of, uh, you know, surreptitious branding, you know, sponsorship. We actually received no funding for any of these products. Yeah, I'm just waiting for uh, something. you we... wouldn't be able to get me to drink bourbon any other way. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just waiting for something we don't like. I mean, yeah, we've liked everything exactly. so far. I was hoping maybe I don't like this beer, but this beer is actually really good. Oh, I love it. All right, what's next up on the big board? Well, Ben, it's uh, the, the coroner's report. <laughs> All right, we have our coroner's report, I'm, I'm our intensive sure, care report. I'm not sure if you wrote down any teams there. I did, indeed. All right. I prepared, how many, how many I prepared teams, assiduously for this. How many teams do you have? Oh, for the coroner's report, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten on the oh, coroner's report. Wow, well, way more than me. Six in intensive care. Well, I, I just have three on the coroner's report. Oh. <laughs> well, I, but by my nature, I'm a little bit more pessimistic uh, than you are. Maybe. So that's maybe. not surprising. 
Uh, and and let's what's what's your first team that you have there on the corners report? These are the teams essentially, folks. These are the teams that we think have no chance of competing next year. Not only for the playoff, uh, for the playoff hunt, but they just literally have no chance uh, of having a successful season next year, regardless of whether they make the playoffs or not. Uh, the first team I have is the Miami Dolphins. Really, a little I pessimistic on the Miami Dolphins, huh? Well, I mean, they have a new coach. They have no quarterback. Uh, <laughs> they have no defense, and they have a very poor offensive line. And as far as I can tell, they have no wide receivers at this speak of. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to add them to my list actually right now. Sorry, Christian. I'm sorry. Yes. Please, please continue to listen to the show. Well, I mean, if he hasn't jumped off of their bandwagon, if there ever was one, he's not going to do it now. Well, the Mi- I mean, the Dolphins have an amazing following outside they, of Miami. They do. I mean, they, I mean an they amazing should, following. They should pay Dan Marino like $10 million a year still just because they have fans because of his time there yeah, yeah, like yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah, it's mind-blowing. I mean, there are fans 30 everywhere. Years ago. Jesus everywhere. Christ. Yeah, that's true. True. And you know what? I have Arizona... For the same reason. Ooh, yeah. but they have a quarterback, though. He was okay this year, but a new a new coach there, you never know what's going to happen in a very difficult division that they will play in, uh, you know, with the Rams, the Seahawks, and with the Niners, with uh, Jimmy G coming back. You don't know what to expect from them, and if they get uh, Antonio Brown, they might be a little bit better. We'll see what happens with that. Yeah, but Arizona, corner support. I give Rosen a little bit more credit. Yeah, he was okay. I mean, I thought they were in some games this year. They were legitimately in some they games. They did play 16 games this yeah. year, yes, if definitely. They, if they could get some... Were they in them? I don't know if about that. If they could that. get some type of help on the offensive line and a little bit more help um, uh, in terms of the receiving core, I think they could I think they could compete for a wild card spot. I really think they could compete for a wild card. I, I do. I, I mean, I... I well, with in that division, Fitzgerald is coming because back they for do. a wild card spot, yeah. not for the division, not for the division. But even but that's six games that they're going to play against you know those those rivals and and those are some pretty good teams. Well, you give San Francisco more credit than I do. Well, they're, I think they're better. I think San Francisco is better than the Arizona right now. We where they shall stand. see. Yeah. We <laughs> shall see. Uh, my next team up on the corners report. Is the Denver Broncos? Ooh. I think they have no chance to compete last, next year. No chance. I do not agree. I mean, even this year with Case Keenum, they were in the hunt. On uh, it was, what, what they, I think it was about the middle of the season when they were in the hunt. Uh, but I, I give them a little more credit. I think I think they'll be competitive uh, this year. I mean, they have Kansas City in that division. They have San Diego. I just don't know what yes, to expect. Yes, they do have from, Kansas City. That's four losses. I just don't know what to expect from San Diego n- next year. I don't, I'm not sure exactly, you know, if, if they're going to be on that same level. They won't. I give them credit this past season. Um, you know, you said I was a fan of them, a, a secret <laughs> fan of, of the San Diego well, Chargers. You were, and close, I'm, I'm you were not, as close to a fan as, as a fan gets of the San Diego Chargers. Uh, it's like being a fan of the Clippers, which you called them multiple times well, this yeah, year. I'm not they, a fan of the Clippers. It's just that you feel bad for a team. Yeah, but you I can't felt feel bad, bad for them. You can't. I mean, it's like the Clippers. You give them LeBron James. <laughs> you give them, uh, you know, everybody. You give them, you give them, what's the guy in, in Houston? Like, his name always escapes me. Uh, Harden? Uh, you give them Harden, you give them Kobe in his prime, and they still lose. <laughs> and they're still going to lose. I, I, I know, I know, but still, I, I just don't know what to expect. I mean, like, I expected them to do well this year. Next year, I'm, I don't know about send San Anthony Diego. Davis. You can send Anthony Davis off to the Clippers. Still and then they suck. have the Raiders. And, and the Raiders are my next team on the corners report. Ooh, I disagree. I, I, 
I'm not a big fan of, of uh, John Gruden. Uh, I think it was a terrible signing, and it, he got like a 100-year contract for like yeah, yeah, yeah. seven well, billion dollars or whatever it is. Uh, I, I think, Chinese GDP. Yeah. <laughs> he got Bitcoin and everything thrown his way. He got Bitcoin and Litecoin and Flashcoin. Yeah, I, I do Bitcoin not, Cash. I don't think the Raiders are going to be good anytime soon with Gruden there. He's just an old school coach. Uh, yeah, I, I don't see them doing anything good in the future. You know, I'm not a big guy for draft predictions or for uh, mock drafts, but I actually think they're going to take Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray this year. I think they're at the fifth. They got the fifth pick or the fourth pick. Yeah, I, I don't know if, if uh, who was who was the number one pick this I year. I couldn't even tell you, but they have a quarterback. Know, Whoever it is, I they have a quarterback. They, yeah, I don't know, but I don't even know how good Kyler Murray's going to be. But I think he's but actually going to take him. What are you going to do with uh, with Carr? Yeah, whatever. Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> you can you can take him to the pier and push it, put him in a car and throw him off the end. <laughs> I mean, but Gruden is not going to go forward with Carr. I just don't believe he's. Well, gonna. he's my number two. Th- they're my number two team. The Raiders are just going to be terrible. They they've been terrible. They will continue to be terrible with him. I don't think that. I don't think the Raiders are going to be good. But I'm not ready to put him. You know, put him on the on the chopping block just yet. I think Denver. San Diego and Kansas City are all better teams than they are. Then, then I mean, at six six games against those teams, they will maybe go one and five. I agree. I agree. Uh, next up on my corners report: New York Jets. Yep. I just I feel badly for them, but I just don't see even with Darnold there. Yep. I just don't see how they can get things together. I mean, I know Adam Gase is. I mean, I feel bad for the guy for all those memes with his eyes. Mm-hmm. Um. But I just don't see how they can put it together fast enough there mm-hmm. uh, to put together a season that even sniffs the playoffs. Yep, I agree with you on that. Uh, my number three team is Cincy. Ooh, Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, I mean, th- this past season they. But what about very- Andy Dalton? You thought Andy Dalton was? I mean, Andy Dalton. I mean, you love Andy Dalton. He's a great quarterback. I mean, Ben, stop saying bad things about Andy Dalton. I've heard it for like the last three straight seasons. I don't remember saying that. When you, when you <laughs> said that, I say Andy Dalton is garbage, and you say he's not that bad. He's not. He's, he's not, not that bad. He's not garbage. Well, I say well, <laughs> he's in my division, so there's either I like you or you're garbage. He's not garbage. Like I don't know. I say mad, bad things about him because they, he does yeah, bad things in the playoffs, which is good for you guys. Um, but with Cincinnati, I'm, I'm just looking at the other teams in the division and where they're at. I, I think Cincinnati will be the new um, Browns of that division. I, I don't disagree with that. I mean, I've said, but I've said it for a long time, and mm-hmm. you you give Andy Dalton, I think, too much credit for too long. So I'm really, well, only, I'm only glad to hear that you're finally. The, the only time I give him credit when it's, was when he was on my fantasy team, <laughs> and well, he I actually up, he puts up decent, decent yeah, ex- numbers. Exactly, yeah. exactly. He put up decent numbers. When I was, you know, winning in the fantasy, uh, those three years in a row. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, uh, all of our listeners should know that Frane won our fantasy league. We have a ten-team fantasy league, and he did win it three years in a row, which is not an insignificant <laughs> achievement. Uh, even given the folks that we have, we have a couple folks in the league that really live and die fantasy football, uh-huh. and he beat the shit out of them three years in a row. So that is really impressive. Yeah, and and also. Antonio Brown, I think there was like a five or six year period where, where I won and whoever else won. Antonio Brown was always on one of those teams. Moving on, <laughs> my next team is also the Bengals. Oh, uh, see, what yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, but I've never liked the Bengals. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, 
So I'll skip past the Bengals. Yeah. Uh, next is the Houston Texans. Mm, I don't agree with that. I, I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it. I, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just think that. Why do you with, think that with that offensive that? line and yeah, but you have a you have a quarterback and Watt that being can a year older and, and they got some free agents on that team. I'm not saying that they don't have a decent team. Well, this is the coroner's report, though. Yeah, essentially they're done. They were in the playoffs this year. Yeah, they may make their first round of playoffs next year, but they're done. Mm-hmm. They have no chance of getting to the Super Bowl next year. No chance. Not no. Okay, not maybe not the Super Bowl. But uh, I, I think they... I don't even will, think they have a chance to get into the playoffs in that division with, with uh, Indianapolis. Well, I think Indianapolis will definitely be the champion in that division. In a regular div- yeah. season, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, I just don't think they're that far down the list. I, I, I still think they can make the playoffs. Really? Maybe as a wild card. I just think they've made their run. I think their run is over. Hmm. I mean, I think they had their shot. With Clowney and Watt and 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 Watson, I, I just feel like it's, it's. Well, Watson is still there. Hopkins is still there. But that offensive line have, can't get any better. It can't. Well, maybe they'll draft somebody. They I, I, just, I don't. I don't think they're that far down the list. Maybe All intensive right. care. Well, I, well, I, I should give a little background. Which, and, and in fairness, I didn't share this with Franny. Uh There's something. There, this, there was an expression, I guess, that Bill Walsh coined. He's essentially like all his coaches would like freak out. Like they would like, oh, we got to beat this team and this team and this team and this team, and he would tell everybody like, settle down. There's only eight teams in the league, or seven, that we have to compete against. So don't worry about these other guys. So these are essentially the you know the 24 teams or whatever it is that that I don't think anyone needs to really worry about. And I just don't think that the Texans they have a desperation. Like every game that they play is like a desperate game. Like if they don't win this game, they're gonna have to just pull out all the stops to win the next game. They don't win any comfortable games. They don't like just go well, out. I there. think they need to get a new coach. Oh my god, Brian's terrible. Yeah, yeah, he's I, terrible. I think if they had a different coach, they'd be a better team. Yeah, I mean he hasn't taken advantage of the players that he has on that yeah. team. He has a lot of a lot of players that have a lot of skill on that team, and has taken advantage of that. Yeah, I mean, even this year, I mean, they ended up they, they 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 made the trade for for Daenerys or Daenerys, Daenerys Thomas. It's not Daenerys Targaryen, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been watching a little bit too much of Game of Thrones, folks. Just FYI. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I feel like they had an opportunity to make some moves this year. Uh, and they made the wrong moves. I think they probably should have shored up their offensive line rather than going out and getting a wide receiver. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think they're they're cooked. I don't. But <laughs> let's move on to the next one because you have way team? more. Huh? Do you have another one? I don't. I have my. Th- I, I I didn't. I didn't even look at the intensive care part of it. <laughs> I just wrote down my three corners, and those Arizona Raiders and Cincy were the only ones I wrote down. Oh, the only other teams I have are Tennessee. No, I don't believe that either. Okay. <laughs> see, this is fun for me. Next, uh, Jacksonville. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what they do in the offseason. So optimistic. This if, is, if let's say they get Foles, how would you feel if they got Foles? Would that change like the, your mind? This is the perfect segment for us because you're you're more optimistic than I am by about ten times. Yeah, but and they, I am more negative than most people by like ten times. But but if they got Foles, do you think that would change anything? No. Well, Foles is not better. as long as they still He's have the same than Bortles, but as long as they still have the same coaching staff, uh, I don't think so. I, I mean, I, I mean, I hope Foles doesn't end up in Tennessee. I hope he ends up on a team that's competitive. Um, but yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't change my mind about <laughs> Tennessee. 
Uh, I have Are Washington. Those, is that that's your corner support still? Yeah, yeah Washington. Well, well, Washington is also. I mean, because they have no quarterback right now. Alex Smith, um, his injury was so bad. Uh, I, I don't think he's gonna be coming back anytime soon next season. I don't think he'll return. Uh, if he does, it'll be very late in the season. I, yeah. I think by that time it'll be too late for them. Um, they they just don't have you know a, a, a solid quarterback right now that can do anything for them. They'll they'll probably finish the season in last place in the NFC East. Um, behind the Giants, you think? Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I, th- I think the Giants. Uh, we'll see what they do in the off season too. Um, but uh, you know, the, even this year, the Giants were a better team than them. I mean, the the, the record doesn't suggest that, but I, I still think the Giants were a better team. Um, but yeah, the, the Redskins definitely. I, I don't think they're going anywhere next season. All right, next up on my list, Detroit. Yeah, Detroit's always bad. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and I'm surprised because Matthew Stafford, he's not a bad quarterback. It's he was the most well, well, three years ago. He was the most highest. He was the highest paid quarterback in the league. Uh huh. And they had Legarrette Blunt. That guy is the key to winning championships in this league, apparently, because yeah. <laughs> he and won three in a row until he went yeah. to Detroit. And and they know. have decent receivers. They had Tate and Johnson for a while, and they had a decent running game and a decent offensive line. Uh, I I just Detroit I can't figure out. Yeah, forever. That's too now. bad because that's the it's, one team I would get behind. Like I'm an AFC. I mean, I'm Steelers. Obviously, I'm a Steeler fan. But I could get behind Detroit. You know, making yeah, a run. I, I just I'm, they just can't do it. Yeah, and, and they have the talent. It's yeah. like they have a solid quarterback. I just don't understand why I they like can't their win. logo. I like the colors <laughs> and everything. But yeah, no, yeah, you know the fist in the air, Eminem and Detroit <laughs> and GM and all that. And they just can't get it together. Nope. Uh, and the last team I have on the corners report is Tampa Bay. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, Tampa Bay is another one of those teams. Also, that you know everybody expects so much from Tampa Bay year after year, and they always seem to fail. But and why do people expect something from Tampa Bay? That's never, I don't know. I've never been able to figure that out. Is it the Super Bowl? I don't know. With with Johnson and Dungy, or well, actually, it wasn't Dungy. It was uh, Gruden. Gruden, yeah, with Dungy's team. But I mean, why do people expect Tampa Bay to be good? I don't know. It's it's a weird sort of dynamic down there. Um, yeah, but I, I agree with you though. I don't think they're gonna. They, they're. I would say five and eleven next year. I don't really see them doing much. Do they cut Fitz, or is Fitz still there? He might be still there. Fitz Magic. Fitz Magic. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> now we're, we've moved. We've moved into romance novel mode. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What do you have on intensive care teams that are just all they need is someone to just put the put the Chargers down on their chest and just shock them back to life. Uh, you know, I didn't, write, I didn't write anything down because I didn't even pay attention to that part. <laughs> uh, but I would say Green Bay. Green Bay put, after after this season, you would put Green Bay in intensive care after well after with your with, with with your man crush on the team after this season as badly as they did perform. Wow, I would say that they do need a little bit of um, what's that thing called uh, where they shock you with it? What's that thing? Paddles. Well, there's, uh, there's, there's another, another word for it. Yeah, yeah there's, another, there's an actual. Yeah, name but for if it. they can shock them back to life, I think Green Bay yeah, what could is the definitely name for that thing. That, we'll, we'll have to Google it. But <laughs> uh, but you really think Green Bay doesn't have? I mean, they're, like they're really on life support. I thought they would be better next year. No, that's what I'm saying. I mean, if, if somebody shocks them, put some life back into them, they can definitely get back into. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, because yeah, okay, I mean, yeah, it's Aaron Rodgers. I mean, yeah, it's, no, it's, but you have him. You, on the you team. essentially just you know he he's going to die and then he's going to rise from the dead and just sort of. Go around to everyone's house and tell everybody how they can get good car insurance. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, it's just, 
I just thought you well, loved that's, Aaron that's, Rodgers that's more than you loved any other this player. Year, I, th- I think more so they disappointed this year. I think yeah. next year they will be better. Okay. <laughs> My team on the corners report is Chargers. Okay. I think they're yeah, I think they're probably unless something miraculous happens, I think they're pretty much done next year. Uh-huh. I think Rivers played badly. I think it's gonna be difficult to come back from what they came from what happened to him this year. Mm-hmm. Uh do you have anybody else? But that's the only one I can think of right now. I mean I got San Francisco. You have a whole list. <laughs> I have I have San Francisco. Yeah, we'll see what happens with San Francisco. I mean, I, I just don't know I haven't seen enough from Jimmy G. I don't know what to expect from that guy. And that's why I'm. That's I, I think that the stock on Jimmy G is far higher than it should be, and I think that's probably why. Um, it was a I'm very a little, expensive stock. Yeah, I don't think Antonio Brown has the slightest fucking clue <laughs> how good uh, Garoppolo is. I, I think that he just perceives that as being a place that is on the up. You know, it's on the upswing. It's a nice city, I guess. You know, I mean, it's a nice city. Pittsburgh's nice too, but you know. uh, well, Pittsburgh's no San Francisco. I mean, I'll give them that. <laughs> Um, next on my list, I have Arizona on my intensive care list. Oh, they were on my corners. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and New Orleans, I have on my cor- on my New intensive- Orleans. Yeah. What? I have New Orleans on my. That's pretty surprising. Care list. That, yeah. that doesn't make any sense. Come on. What are they going to do next year? What Get are, new I mean, referees. I don't know <laughs> anything. I mean, but they're they're good. they're going to be a good team next year. Gonna, I don't know that though. I, I, I believe think, that they will be one of the powerhouses in the NFC. They will how be. How did I turn top, into the Skip Bayless of the show? One of the top dogs next year. No way. No yes, way. They will be motivated. Breeze is a year older. Can't yep. throw the ball downfield. But they will be motivated after their loss in the NFC Championship game to the Rams. All right. I think they're done. And uh, this will be this will warm your, the cockles of your heart. And the last team on Dallas. my intensive care list uh, is Atlanta. Oh. No, I, I don't put Dallas. On, uh, Dallas, I think, is going to be competitive next year. I hope not. I think Atlanta has uh, essentially cooked their chicken. Well, they, uh, I don't know that there's much they can do next year. Well, well, I expected a lot more from them this year, and I I, I, I made that clear in some of our earlier podcasts. <laughs> well, I think season. you made that clear since the first podcast yeah. ever. Well, your I, opinion of Atlanta? Yeah, I know. I mean, they went to the Super Bowl and lost. And next year, they came back and you know lost that really close game. To Philly, I expect them to come back and 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 uh, make some noise, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I guess I guess they didn't. I don't know. I, I, with Matt Ryan there, you know, they have a quarterback, a solid quarterback in place. So, you know, I, I I think they should be okay. I mean, the, the, the division is a little difficult. I mean, you know, with with, uh, with New Orleans and uh, with the Panthers there, you know, it's gonna be kind of tough. But I, I I can still I don't know. I, I wouldn't put them that far down. You're on your list. Well, it's, I mean, they just need a little bit of help. They yeah. just, to me, they just need a little bit of help. Something needs to change there. Mm. New coach, um, but something has to change there to, to push them over the hump because they have the. I mean, Matt Ryan was up there in statistical categories for um, a significant number of of of, of uh, quarterback stats. Mm-hmm. So why were they not successful? I mean, Julio I Jones. Was... I mean, that was your that was your trick question on the quiz. Yeah, I think a couple yeah. weeks ago, who led the league in receiving yards? Yep. And, and you would not have expected that with, so, with their performance this year. I mean, and the defense is not that bad. I mean, compared to what happened to Philadelphia and their defense and the injuries that they sustained during the course of the year, mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was significantly more than what. Oh yeah, oh, than yeah, what definitely. happened to Atlanta. I mean, with most teams, I mean Philadelphia, I, I you know, just deep roster uh, in in Philly and, um, and good coaching, but yeah, um, yeah I mean, I just. I just 
No, I, I wouldn't put him on on the intensive care list just <laughs> yet. <laughs> well, I, again, I mean, it's it's you, folks. Yeah, I mean, you're you intensive. Ha- I mean, you, you should be happy to know that you're you, have a, you have an optimist and a pessimist. You're probably corners, the best combination. Your corners list and your intensive care list is half the league, pretty much, basically mm-hmm. there. But that's how it is. Yeah, that's I how guess it is. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's, well, I can't just say Patriots and Eagles and uh, I mean, I don't even know who else I would put up there with yeah. them. <laughs> uh, essentially, it would just be the Patriots, the Eagles, the Seahawks, and the. <laughs> Steelers, I guess, and then everybody else would be would be on the would be on one of these two lists. Well, not the Rams. I mean, the Rams. I think you know, we'll see what happens with you know next year with them. That is true. That is true. Uh, what's the, what's up next on the big board? Uh well, number nine on the big board. Ben, you wrote this down. AAF. Uh, I I I. There was a game on earlier today. And there was. I, there I watched was. Uh, for a couple minutes, and then I turned the channel because. The stadium was empty. There was no crowd noise. It's yeah. a little boring. Uh, I, I just don't know if this league will succeed. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I and I apologize. I mean, the reason that I, that I wanted to talk about it is just so we could have a candid talk, you know, conversation about, you know, whether or not we think we're going Maybe to pay attention to it. Changes to the Ben's AAF corner. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, do we think this is something that's actually going to, you know, if it's marketed, if it's marketed as a developmental league for the NFL, then it might work. But uh, as a league on its own to com- uh, to compete in any sort of way against the NFL as 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 sort of an alternate off season sort of league, it, it, it I mean the the stadium was pretty much empty. I, I, you know, there was no yeah. crowd noise whatsoever. You can hear the guys talking to each other on the field. Like, what are you going to have for dinner? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's why I wanted to talk to you about it because I mean, today, you know, we had our, you know, Sonia had her thing with her, with, uh, you know, with her friends and our mm-hmm. friends, and you know, and I was running around, you know, picking up things and drilling holes and chopping wood and a whole bunch of other things she getting needed microphones. for, for <laughs> getting microphones, uh, for crafting. And I knew that the AAF was on. Uh huh. I knew that there was a game on, uh, but I didn't tape it. Yeah, no. And I didn't come home to watch. It. I mean, if you taped it, you wouldn't watch it anyways. And am I just fatigued, and you know, from the NFL, or or do I just not think that this particular league is exciting enough to get me to watch it? Because I did watch the XFL back in whatever year it was, you know, twenty years. Well, ago. that was new and it was exciting, but I think a lot of people have have that on their mind, like. They they know how the XFL ended. It was basically a one season thing. Yeah, and uh, you know the viewership dwindled uh, throughout the year. And and uh, yeah, I can see this happening with uh, the AAF. Yeah, I mean it was, it was weird. I mean the it's first a good week, idea. Don't get me wrong. I mean the first week they had no stats, so uh-huh. there were. I mean you could you could click on their on their app, but you couldn't get a box score. Uh-huh. So you had no idea who was winning or who was losing or who how many you know what the what the you know uh, what the completion percentage was or the yardage were. were. Um, so it, it, I think what we're saying today is that we're probably not going to pay much attention to it until someone yeah. gives us a reason to pay attention yeah. to it. Yeah, exactly. Until someone else peeks in our ear and says, this and, is exciting. And some of the team names are pretty terrible. Oh my God, they're all terrible. Yeah. I mean, the fleet might be the best, and that's San Diego, Southern California. Yeah. Uh, but that might be the only name that makes any sense. Uh, you know, it almost feels like they're like arena football names. Yeah, I mean, what no, do you well, think? I what do you think about the hot shots, Friday? The hot shots. I mean, <laughs> no, like I said earlier, I mean, uh, not on the podcast, but you know, just talking earlier. I mean, it, it sounds like 
the teams when I was playing AYSO soccer in, oh, yeah, yeah, in back Pee-wee in the day. when I was like six or seven years old. It sounds like the Hot Shots would be a team in that league. I remember playing for the Stealth Bombers. I, mean, I could see the, you know, the Stealth Bombers being in the AAF. Um, yeah, but we have the Legends, the Stallions, and, and the Express, and it, it, I don't know. I mean, the team, I mean, the, the names themselves don't give you any sort of excitement. Yeah, it sounds like a city football championship. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got the Express, the Apollos, the Legends, the Hot Shots, the Commanders, the Iron, the Fleet. Yeah. Um, you know, I did want to talk about a little bit about the rules, mm-hmm. just because, um, regardless of what te- you know, what league these rules are, you know, yeah, I mean, being should, implemented. Should they, affect, should they affect the NFL at all? I mean, should the NFL implement any of those rules possibly? What do you think about the no extra point rule? I don't like it. You think they should go for you know go for an extra point, or they shouldn't be forced to go for two? I, I think they should be given the option. I don't know why they would take the extra point away. I mean, the, the NFL tried to make it a little more difficult, moving it back, uh, and I think that makes sense. Um, but as far as forcing them to go for it, I don't. I don't think that makes much sense. I mean, strategy wise, I don't think it makes sense. Well, what do you think about the overtime rule? The overtime rule is a little strange. Uh, in overtime, every ball gets the ball. Each team gets the ball on the ten or on the ten yard line with first and goal. And has to score and go for two. You can't kick field goals in overtime, and the game ends in a tie after each team possesses the ball. So you both get the ball from the 10, you have to go for a touchdown, you have to go for two. If the other team doesn't do it, they lose. Game ends. I mean, it's, it's like almost like college. Right? I mean, college. But it ends. There's no, you don't get the I, ball I think, back again. I, I think the 10 yard line is a little too close. Uh, I think maybe they should move that back to maybe the 20 yard line. Um,. I'm not saying it's fairly easy to score from the 10, uh, but I think they should just move that back a little bit. I think it's kind of odd. You know, well, I mean, we did argue this in, in one of our last podcasts, too. Maybe the NFL should implement that sort of college rule uh, towards the end of the game instead of playing a whole period. We've also talked about you know playing the entire yeah, yeah, period yeah. all the way through. Well, um, you, you're an advocate for that. I would be an advocate yeah, for yeah. that. But, yeah, I, I, yeah that, I wouldn't want to see that from the 10-yard line in the NFL. Well, here's the one rule that I do like, and I'd like to hear your opinion on it. After a safety, if the team scored upon wants to keep the ball, they can take the ball from the 18, and if they can get a 12-yard gain, they can keep the ball. Wait, what? So so, so there's a safety, a safety is scored on you. Uh-huh. So your quarterback is tackled in the yeah, end zone, right? Yeah. What happens after the safety is not only do you lose the two points, uh-huh. but you kick off the ball to the other team. So if the safety, so essentially, if you're on the, you know, if it's first and first and ninety nine, for first and ten from your own one yard line, you get a safety, and you want to keep the ball, you can push the ball out to the eighteen yard line, and it's essentially fourth and twelve. And if you keep, oh, if see, you make yeah, it, yeah. you can keep the ball. I don't, I don't agree with that either. All right, how do you, how do you feel about that? I like that rule because mm-hmm. the safety is, I mean, it can really turn a game. Well, it's a defensive play. I mean, it can really turn a game. So not only do you get the two points. But you get the ball back, and if your team can go down and score any kind of points, it really gives you a significant advantage. Uh-huh. I think. Well, I, I just like the way it is in the NFL. All right, you get the safety, you kick it off the other team, and the other team gets the ball back again. All right, so well, what I'm hearing that team that got the safety gets the ball back. So what I'm hearing, folks, is uh, this might be the last week talking about the AAF. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless something exciting happens. Yeah, I mean, I was hopeful. If they I, pay Colin Kaepernick $20 million like he wanted to join the league, then maybe we'll talk about it. <laughs> I was hopeful. I was hopeful. And, and I'll be honest with you. I mean, I watched all the XFL games back uh, whenever it was. When, and they were exciting games. I don't know whether it was because they changed so many things from the NFL that made it exciting. 
um, because it was different, but they were more exciting than what I'm seeing from the AAF. To me, the AAF is more like the NFL is trying to put this product out even under a different name, and they're going to hope for the best and see if these guys, you know, some of these guys can make the league. Uh, but what I'm hearing from, from my, my colleague here, and, and, I, and I have to say I agree with his sentiment since I didn't watch a single game today, uh, is that we probably won't be talking about the AAF anymore. Yeah. Uh, at least until they prove to us that there's some reason to do so. Uh, so there you go. So what's next up on the big board? Ben, we have our world-famous famous quiz. And we have Sonia back outside I'm for... Back. The quiz, and uh, let me hide these I questions read. from Sonia. Sonia's over here trying to look at the answers. I, I know, again, okay. for a second week in a row. <laughs> <laughs> they all suck. And Elena's outside, too. Hello, I'm yeah. Elena. <laughs> Who is Elena? Let's, let's Who introduce is Elena? Elena. I am obviously on a first name basis. Here. <laughs> Just some random person we just my, picked up on the My screen. sister who doesn't know anything about football. Or any other sport for that matter. Exactly. Well, she like does, but she knows many things about many things. Except, yeah, spo- except, except sports. Except sports. And, and, but I do know hot athletes. There you go. <laughs> well, that's not any, that's anything to do with the quiz. <laughs> <Isn't> so, <laughs> Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> Wait, I have to see a picture of those two. Uh, well, who's your, fa- who's your favorite athlete? One. Who's the hottest athlete, athlete that you know of right know. now? Well, okay, you guys are going to hate me for saying this. I think Tom Brady's hot. Oh, oh my God. But he's hot. Get her back in the house. <laughs> Put me back in my hyperbaric chamber. I know he, and also, I know he's a winner. Cristiano Ronaldo is hot, too. Well, okay. he's hot. <laughs> ben, I, I can't argue with that. I can't like, argue with that. Ben's like, well, no, yeah. I can't argue with that. Well, Derek Jeter is hot. Derek Damn right he is. That, that is Derek Ben's Jeter man crush. Right Damn there. right he is. Okay, see? No, there's there's so, one guy that you're missing. An athlete. Which one? Come but, on. Come on. Wait, hold on. He's married to another famous person. Hold on. Shit. Yeah. Wait, what What sport? Is it basketball? Soccer? Soccer. soccer player. David Beckham there is hot. Go. Oh, Lord David in heaven. David Beckham is hot. Yes. The Adam he Levine is, of soccer. Wow. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. Question number one. Yay. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Which player won the Super Bowl MVP a record three times? Elena's saying shit like she knows. Tom like she's like thinking. Tom Sonya is wrong. Rob Gronkowski. Really? <laughs> wrong again. Okay. Wrong again. The Super Bowl MVP three times? Won it three times. A record three times. Terry Bradshaw. No, no, it wasn't Terry. It's a quarterback. Kaepernick? Kaepernick. Troy Aikman. No, not Kaepernick. <laughs> no, Troy no, Aikman. No, no. At, well, he had to be in the Super Bowl three times to do oh, that. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's his name wasn't in the Super Bowl, and he got an MVP. No, this is Super Bowl MVPs. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, who is it? I give up. Well, okay, well, it's going to make a lot of sense. Joe Montana. Oh, oh yeah, no. Come on. Crap, we suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, thought, was a, thought, that was an easy question, I thought, I thought too. That was, that was an easy obvious. question, I yeah. I thought it was pretty obvious. Well, that, that's good to know. All right, so which two teams came into the NFL in 1995? Jackson. Sonia? Jacksonville and Carolina? Yes, Sonia. Oh! Sonia got him right. Boom. In your Damn. face, Ben. In your face. Elena had it. I was just about to say those two teams. Yeah, totally. 
Question number three. Which two teams have an 0-4 record? Two teams. One of them is pretty obvious, but which two teams have an 0-4 record in Super Bowl? Ben? Bills? Uh-huh. That one's Vikings. obvious. And the Vikings. Ben, you got that one right. Good All job. Right. Yes, there's the crowd. We're, this is filmed in front of a live studio audience, oh my God. <laughs> by the way. Right. For myself. <laughs> A.K.A. Two Dogs, a Cat. <laughs> it's an audience. It's an audience. Does that be human? Hey, they're better than any human I ever met. <laughs> <laughs> Question number four. Uh, what was the name of the stadium the Seahawks played in before the construction of CenturyLink? West. It, 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 huh? it might have been Quest. I have a different name for it. Safeco? No, not Safeco. Um, that's the... That's the uh, baseball field. I have the kingdom. Oh, the kingdom. Before they tore it down, they had a dome up there. They had a oh, dome. Really? Yeah. What Ma- year was that? Oh, it was Every year that Dave Craig played. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was a while. I don't know. I think it was, <laughs> it was the 80s. It was torn down. Like, uh, what was it? The early, yeah, the kingdom. Early 2000s. And the, late, uh, late, the, late, the, late, the Mariners played there as well. Late 90s. Okay, good one. The Mariners played there yeah, as well. Ben got that one. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, actually, neither of you got that one. Is that, the, is that the question? I just happen to remember that it existed. Is that the answer? That's the answer. Oh, I saw it. Okay. Well, yeah, now. <laughs> <laughs> this one is fairly easy. I know the answer. Uh-oh. What is the oldest NFL franchise in continuous operation with the same name in the same location? Go ahead. Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers, Ben. Sonia pointed at you, so Sonia knew that. <laughs> Sonia knew that answer, too. She gave it to me. She gave it to me. She gave it to me. I gotta get you one right. Her, like, you should ask about movie trivia, too, you know? Like, <laughs> this is, well, maybe in our saying, other like, podcast. Movie, like, what's our top five, like, three? Huh? Oh, uh, we will three. come up with that, actually, Sonia. We're going to come up with it during the podcast. And we can actually come up with Helena here. We've been brainstorming that. No, with Like, movie references with football, like, you know, with Ace Ventura, you know? I wouldn't even know that. Yeah. The dolphins. I'm not, I'm not sure. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that is true. I knew that. Okay. That's yeah. not one of the questions, though, Elena. Well, I just knew <laughs> one of the questions. Little sibling rivalry question, here on the show. Question number six. Uh, also a Seahawks question, oh, Sonia. Okay. okay oh, okay. fuck. I just gave the answer away. Uh, <laughs> yay! All right, well, let's hear the question. Let's well, hear the, the question, question, though, and I'm not sure if Sonia would have gotten this one yeah, right. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have. Which NFL team has played in both the AFC and NFC oh, championship I games? Asked that. And oh, maybe you did because I was I was yeah, looking at that I was looking it, at yeah. that and I was like, I'm not. It sounded very familiar yeah, yeah, yeah. when I looked team. it up. Yeah, so that, that, was, that, one. that was yeah. <laughs> that was question number six. That's an extra question. Yay. I figured we might have asked that on the show already. That's what happens when you're sponsored or when you want to be sponsored by multiple alcoholic beverages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, lots of alcohol. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Sonia. No, so so we do a shot, a beer, and a liquor. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. We do it all, yeah. Sonia. Wow. We do it all. Wow. That's why we need a sponsor, because this is expensive shit. Yes. <laughs> Carpenter, because I need a new booze. Yeah. <laughs> What's this one right here? Oh, oh no, that's, that's, that's the whiskey. That's the whiskey. Oh, yeah, try that. I want to try that. So it's I tried that thing you made for me earlier, that brightly that was colored shot. one. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. boost mode, yeah. This is yeah. the barrel dovetail. Try that. It's really good. Oh, wow. Okay. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> no, what are you tasting? What do you taste? Is that one? Yeah. yeah. What do you yeah. taste? Yeah. As you, as you, yeah. What are you tasting? What 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 notes do you taste? <laughs> aftertaste. Notes. What's the aftertaste? Smell. Mouthfeel. I don't know. It's like... You like, have to take uh, another... 
Squish it around. No, it's like. Let me see. Hold on. <laughs> Shit. There's the profanity from Elena. <laughs> Like she hasn't hit knife? me yet, so I'm, I, I, I consider okay, this a, a oh, good knife. Very good. Yeah. Is it nutmeg? It's, it's a little nutty. It's definitely, you could yeah. taste the, the... Nutmeg. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I'm just chestnut. Like, whatever, oh, whatever, chestnut. Whatever you feel, yeah. Actually, chestnut is something that they claim is yeah. a note Woo! in that particular so that's my girl. whiskey. There it is. Eleanor's. I may not know my sports, but I know my liquor. Eleanor's <laughs> palate is more sophisticated than ours, man. <laughs> for sure. For sure. My tongue has been destroyed by many years well, of drinking. Well, if you guys are going to get sponsors, can they get us some bubbly, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like, if, We're trying our we best, Eleanor. We, we are definitely trying our best. Can I, can I recommend... Maybe some Cristal and Dom. <laughs> uh, well, I'm just looking for some two-buck truck right now. I'll take some Cristal and Dom if there's any I'm okay with sophisticated, <laughs> generous uh, gentlemen Yellow out tail. there. I'll take that. <laughs> All right, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, we have our top ten, five, three. <laughs> this well, time, we vary from week to week. Our top six, basically. It's our uh, top vacation destinations, one from each continent. Antarctica might be on your list, Ben. I'm not sure, but we're not going to add Antarctica because there's really no cities in Antarctica that you can go to. Uh, so, Sonia, what's, what are your top vacation destinations from around the world? One from each continent. All right. North America. I would like to go to Vancouver, Canada. Mm-hmm. I would love to see it. Uh, South America. I want to go to Peru. Uh, Europe. I want to go to St. Petersburg, Russia. Oh, Oh, impressive choice. Good one. Good one. Impressive choice. In Asia, I would like to go to Thailand. And uh, Africa, I want to go to, I'm probably going to butcher the name, Seychelles. Uh Uh-huh. And um, I'm not sure, is Fiji part of Australia? It's part of the world. Oceania or whatever. That part of the world. And that's where I would like to go. So those are my top six destinations. All right. I like it. We're going to Thailand. What about you, Elena? So I have to agree with Sonia on uh, Fiji. I guess that's part of Australia or around that region of the world. Um, but if you drop me off in Bali or Tahiti, I'd be okay too. Because <laughs> um, they're not that far off, I don't <clears> think. Um, Spain and Europe. Um, I'd also like to practice my Spanish more there. Um, in Africa, Egypt. Because I feel like I got gypped at the um, exhibit here when they said that they had the um, King Tut. They didn't have King Tut. They only had his freaking liver. So I want to see the full freaking, you know, mummy. And then Asia, Japan. Um, I, like... I, I've heard so many good things about Japan and um, South America, Argentina. Again, uh, I have a Spanish theme going on here, and I want to practice my Spanish there too. Uh, Very North nice. America? Very nice. North America. Apparently, I don't care to visit. I've been everywhere. Okay, in North America. Say, okay, no, okay, North America, Montreal. Oh, Montreal. very nice. Very nice. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. Work on her, her Spanish <laughs> French. <right now. laughs> practice my French. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, who's up? Ben. All right, I'm up. All right, in Europe, I would love to go to Prague. I'd love uh, to yes, go to Prague, yes. Czechoslovakia. I would love to go we to Prague. We can do it this summer, Ben. Yeah, I mean, I've watched a lot of 80s movies and... Uh, Thirst and go live <laughs> from Prague. I would love to go to Prague. Uh, number two, uh, as Franny said, I would love to go to Antarctica. <laughs> uh, cities or no cities, I would love to go and see... 
the northernmost place Ice. in the world. So, or southernmost. <laughs> <laughs> southernmost place in the world. Uh, Africa. I would love to go to Kenya. I would love to go on a safari in Kenya and see what's left of our wildlife. Um, it just it just amazes me uh, what you can see there. Uh, South America. I would love to go to Chile. Uh, which is something I think is on our list of places to go. Mm -hmm. Uh, In my fifth place in North America, I would love to go to Northwest Territories in Canada and just fish and camp and just see all the things that I think would be exciting but would probably make me miserable and cold. (laughs) Oh, honey, it doesn't look like we'll be vacationing anytime soon. Well, number six I had is Thailand. (laughs) Thailand was number six. All right. Yeah, so, so my, right, my, my first one is uh, Porto, Porto from well, where? In Portugal, Sonia. You there guys you were in Portugal. You Love guys were Portugal. in Lisbon, and Lisbon yes. is beautiful. But I hear Porto is Porto very is the place. Nice. Yes. Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah, and and then uh, my next one is Auckland. Auckland, New Zealand. So oh. around that region of the world, I think everybody that's been to New Zealand says it's amazing. Yep. A lot of Croatians and I'm sure in, Auckland in New Zealand, apparently, is uh, beautiful. My next one is uh, in Asia. It's uh, Tokyo. I want to go to oh. Tokyo, Japan. Oh, okay, Definitely, then. Elena said she wants to go to Japan. I would. I wouldn't mind going to Tokyo. I know a lot of people that go Brother, to sister, trip to Tokyo. Ah, yeah. <laughs> sounds like yeah. it. Everybody, I mean, I had a coworker that went there, loved it, wants to go back. Mm. Uh, Vancouver. For uh, for North America, I know Ellen doesn't care too much for North America. But being looks Sonia. like Fran and I are going. Montreal. All right, let's <laughs> toast to that. Montreal. Drive up the coast. That's right, past Seattle. Exactly, <laughs> and we can make a stop off in Portland too. Why not? Yeah, hey, yeah. we'll just drive straight up. It's part of port. Yeah, I did say Montreal. <laughs> and then uh, my next one from South America, Buenos Aires, Argentina, ah. Argentina. Sounds like a brother sister trip's yeah, gonna well, be uh, in your future. Definitely, I, Buenos Aires has Cordoba. that sort of European flair to it. I like to visit that, and in Africa would be Cape Town, South Africa. Ah. That's, oh, that's yeah, my, yeah, yeah, Very I would nice. love yeah. To go. I would love well, to go. Their accents are. F- yeah, Man. amazing. The South African yeah. accent, amazing. Yeah. One of the best. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah. All see. right, what's next up on the big board? Got. Well, Although, but, oh, we no. have uh, actually. Why don't we do that? We yeah, have that's, that's Game yeah, of Thrones. We have uh, Ben's betting corner, which everyone hates. But we have. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're going to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear your thoughts. Uh, but we have Game of Thrones uh, up next, and uh, where are Sonya we? What, I, what season are we on? Sonia and I watched all of. Season four and about yep. three or four episodes. I think four episodes of season five. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, and Frane is um, well, I'm, I'm very enthusiastic about our watching of the show. <laughs> He's shadowing us. <laughs> uh, so we've been able to at least convince him to watch some some show recaps of the older episodes. Yeah. Uh, but season four. I mean, Sonia, what did you think of I season don't even four? Remember. Season four was uh, <laughs> essentially Tyrion. Uh, being accused of murdering oh the yeah. king, the king mm. dies. Well, yeah, he murdered. Uh, yeah, he murdered his father and and uh, his his love interest on that the show. Was the best, yeah. And that there's also episode. the fight at the wall. I mean, the battle oh, yeah, at the wall, which is favorite. probably the best episode. Was, that, was, that, was that episode? Was that in, in season, season four? four. Or was that in season, I, okay? I saw last season, and the best episode ever was last season. Just okay, saying. well, that's, oh, that's, not, that's not spoil it. It's I'm not, not spoil it. it. I'm just saying, yeah, yeah. it really was for like for Sonia and Ben. Just yeah. but, but what did you think of season four and and what we've watched of season five, Sonia? Well, Sonia, you said you're not a big Daenerys fan anymore. Aww. 
All right. Because she so, locked up her dragons. Damn it! You don't throw dragons in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, one so of them, bad. one of them is on the loose right now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. In 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 was, uh, whatever that town is where the grayscale people, the lepers, where's that? Uh, Valyria, I, oh, I believe. We're talking about the stone people. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. That was freakish. All right. I'm just trying to contemporize this. To to me, they're the lepers. So was I supposed to understand what the stone people are? Or are they going to explain that? Uh, so I mean, that that part of the world was the center of the world that they live in, basically. That used to be... Is that where that Valerian steel came from? Yeah, 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 yeah. So So it's, it's not easy to come by, because... It's located Be- in that city because where not too many people travel to anymore. Because of the stone people. Be- yeah. And the stone people, um, they were normal people at one point, but now... I'm not sure if it's if it's a disease that took over or what, but it, yeah, nobody wants to visit that. Because I saw Jorah has it on his wrist now. And so I was Jorah. Huh? Yeah, so and, and, and Stannis' daughter <coughs> had it. Had it on her face, yeah. And has it on somehow, her face. somehow able to cure it. Yep. Um... But during that season, uh, there, so there was a lot that happened during that season, and um, yeah, I mean, you like the battles. You enjoy. The I mean, battles. I like yeah. the battles. But 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 Sonya, what did you think about the, you know, the 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 fact that we found out that uh, what's her name, the, the new queen, the new queen, Marjorie? what's her name, Marjorie's mother had something to do with the. Didn't I say the, that? The I said that death. she won a text. I said it's either Sansa did something to his cup when she picked it up mm. underneath the table. I said, or Marjorie's mom had something to do yeah. with this. It hasn't, hasn't been revealed. You just, know what? It hasn't been revealed yet. yet. It will be revealed, say, but it hasn't. I know the answer. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Don't tell yeah. us the answer. Just um, saying. But, uh, and they're all claiming that someone did it. Like yeah. Littlefinger yeah. saying he did it, and then. And then Marjorie's mom Little saying... Littlefinger's a dick. Oh, Littlefinger's my new hero. He's a dick. <laughs> I love that she guy. It, it we'll follow up on your favorite characters. But what did you think yeah. about um, the battle uh, on the wall with... Uh, I, with, with <laughs> I thought that with was probably, probably the most it. amazing episode of the series thus far. Well, just wait. Episode, uh, episode 8, season 5. And Jon Snow <laughs> getting uh, elected no. Lord Commander and naming his sworn enemy... As second yeah, in command, I think was an amazing. It was an amazing scene uh, because if you go back and you watch the battle scene, uh, Jon Snow was leading the front from where he was, and what's his name, the, the 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 prior Lord Commander who took over, was leading the battle from his position, and it would have been essentially moronic for Jon Snow not to do that. But it also took a lot of courage for him to do that because he could have ostracized him and sent him off to be a you know, a, a squire or a whatever that whatever he was, where he essentially mm-hmm. empty, emptying chamber pots. But I think that that scene was really, really amazing. And when the kid shoots, what's her name? Egret. What did you guys think about that? What did you think about John's love interest? Essentially, she died in his arms. What did? What did you think, Sonia? Um, I liked her. I'm sad that they didn't. I liked her ex- accent. I know. You, you liked a lot <laughs> you about You know nothing, Jon Snow. I know. You know nothing. I thought that the witch, when she said the same thing to him and it made him stop, oh my God, that, that was like chilling. Oh, the witch is the worst. 
Which one? The Red Witch? The, the witch just oh, the witch is the worst. her shirt. I like the Red Witch. She's oh, and Jon Snow was like, what do you got? No. You got you, you're going to have to do better than that. <laughs> Whatever you got there, that's not going to do it for <laughs> no, me. No, no, Maybe no, for everybody red. else, yes, but that's not no. going to work for me. Because <laughs> cool. you're not that good looking, so <laughs> you, know, you might want to move along like the Stannis. you know nothing, Jon Snow. I had chills. Oh, I know. I just I liked her character, and it's like that, you know, she... I know. Yeah, I mean, I guess it was good. Was killed by that little expand. kid, but that little kid also, his parents were killed by her and by yeah, her people. I know. I know. So yeah, but yeah. John, I mean, John Snow did a great job with that. I mean, he so, really did a great job, and then burning her body and going north, and I mean, it was really an amazing. And, and you guys got to the point where Arya goes to Bravos. Yes. And she's yeah yeah the, okay the, she's she's the, she's training currently. Yes. Okay, all right. So there's more I to love that, Arya. obviously. Yeah, I Arya. Love her. Yeah, I just, I mean, the scene where the hound goes down. Oh, that made me uh, sad. Well, but is he dead? Is he? Yeah, but either way, I mean, it was a but brutal scene. the fact scene. that she walked away from him just like that. Let me just borrow your pen right there, Ben. I'm going to have to start doing Yeah, but she doesn't does know. She, she doesn't know. Start naming all my enemies. She doesn't know. <laughs> she doesn't know whether or not um, he had anything really to do with her father's death. I mean, she doesn't know the true facts. So although, but he was on stage, although right? the yeah, although the hound has been trying to tell her who he is and what he's doing and why he's doing it, she hasn't completely digested it. Uh, I think she digested it a little bit when she got to um, Erie and she learned that Liza was dead and she started laughing. I think she finally is starting oh, to realize funny. how screwed up the world is that she's living in. And it's not as clear cut as kill this person, this yeah. person good, this person bad. Um, she's been through a lot for sure. I mean, she saw well, her father. But the hound, she I'll, take the, the I'll take the hound. I yeah. mean, yeah, if you're going to get too. me through the day, I'll Hell take the hound. Yeah. Him and Brienne. To, to guard, to guard <laughs> me, I'll take I the hound. I don't want those two. Not only Brienne, but the guy that's with Jamie right now, like the, the his, his buddy uh, that's, I can't remember his name right now, but he's. Um, I don't know anyone with Jamie. I don't know. I don't know I don't know if he's training Jamie. I don't know if you guys got oh, that. Oh, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yeah. him, him, him. He's also a very good character. He is phenomenal. The one that was uh, fencing with him. Yeah, yeah, that guy. But we we don't like, what's his name? The one that's that's betrothed that's betrothed to Sansa. Oh, he's a Oh, dick. my God, what are you kidding me? Ramsey? Ramsey, oh, that's yeah. it. Ramsey Bolton? No, 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 no. We do oh, not like Ramsey Bolton. I thought that was going to be one of Ben's favorite characters. Oh, Ben's, my God. Ben likes Reek. Ben likes Reek. I love Reek. I love Reek. Well, because Reek is just doing his thing. He knows what's going on. I don't know if he knows what's going on. He know, well, I mean, he was listening to Sansa. He told Sansa, you don't belong here. You got to get out of here. Yeah. Um, well, it's pretty obvious. It should have been obvious table, for him. Yeah, but he was allegedly just completely mentally, you know, mentally... You know, clicked off. Yeah, but you you saw him though. He was he was pouring the wine for Ramsey, and they were talking behind him. Them. I know. I was hoping to God he was, but he was listening, so he is still aware. So I don't think he's all that far gone. But he got nothing going on. He's a Kendall. Yeah. <laughs> well, we think. Yeah. Well, no, he, he is a Kendall. Yeah, but what about Tyrion, sweetie? I mean, what about Tyrion and his battle? to save his life. I mean, to me, that was like the storyline of the fourth season. Oh my God. Was, what, shooting his dad? What's going to happen uh, to Tyrion? No. That was an amazing scene, though. You know, yeah. 
going and 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 murdering, thanking Bud Light for ruining for me. You know his love interest, which was the whole. I mean, her 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 accent was annoying. I mean, she was annoying to listen to. Oh, the one that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah that one. So he he strangles her, and then and then oh. he kills oh. his dad oh, yeah, okay. on the toilet. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. You're not my son. Yeah. <laughs> and he just shoots him on the toilet. I mean, that was awesome. I mean, I, I, I think cool. there's a lot going on. Uh, I, I really like Lord Baelish a lot. Uh, <laughs> I really do. Uh, and I really like... I don't think anybody likes that guy. <laughs> oh, that guy. And I like Ferris a lot as well. And Ferris he tried, is different. Okay. He tried to save Tyrion, and Tyrion just couldn't save himself from getting out of that box and getting out into the town. And he ended up getting kidnapped by a man who wants to prove that, although he was a complete traitor douchebag, now he wants to prove that he's going to take Tyrion to Daenerys and Daenerys is going to you know somehow form an alliance with with Tyrion and become something mm-hmm. uh, but yeah I mean I thought it was a great uh, a great that was the whole motive though for him to bring Tyrion to Daenerys but why else I mean why else bring Tyrion to Daenerys if not to form a bond between the because she's gonna want the him. Lannisters and the the a bond? Targaryens. I don't know if there's going to be a bond. Am I, I don't crazy? Think that's the bond. Well, we'll see what happens. I don't want to mess it up for you guys. She look, his it, it, he's like the wanted guy. He murdered his the what are, the king's grandpa, whatever the father <laughs> and the he was sister, the mother, he, brother. He was, he was the hand. Oh, here's the question. Uh, oh, what do you guys think? Wait, what do you guys think about the 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 new king? The the little Tom Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Cersei is my shit now. I mean, Cersei knows <laughs> what she's Cersei doing. Train, man. I love Cersei, man, because she ain't gonna screw around. Cersei's a badass. Oh, man. she is a badass, man. Uh, she's like, oh, I'll just I'll side with these cults. I'll, I'll murder some people in the street. I don't I care. Hate her, man. Why? I just, I just. I, well, because on, well, who, who, who are these? Well, because who are these douchebags? Who are these douchebags? The, the old no, guy. No, don't get me the wrong. The old guy is doing like Tybo in his in his in his in his bedroom, and he's like, and he comes out of his bedroom, and he's like, oh no. I, I can barely get to the small council meeting, <laughs> and he's doing Tybo and sleeping with prostitutes. <laughs> um, and but she goes to the meeting, and, and other people come to the to the small council meeting. She's like, I, I don't need to tell you why I'm here. I don't need to tell you. You well, know, I like what he was saying to her. You're just the king. Oh mother. God! <laughs> so now Tywin's brother. Now that Tywin's brother, uh, another rich bastard <laughs> on a horse. I so now, now that you've watched season four yep. and uh, a, a portion of season five. Last week, these were your favorite characters. We'll, we'll, we'll see oh, your favorite yeah. characters now. So, Ben, you had Tywin, who is dead now. Yeah. You had Tyrion. Tyrion is still awesome. Still. Uh, yeah, still. And then you have Jon Snow as your last one. There's Sonya. You have also Tyrion. Mm-hmm. You have Daenerys and the Hound. The Hound's gone. Maybe. Maybe. You never know. Well, I mean, right now he's not my favorite because <laughs> he's supposedly dead. And so, Ben, who would you say are your favorite characters right now? Lord Baelish. Uh-huh. <laughs> See Littlefinger? See yeah. yeah. Oh, dick. Tyrion? Uh-huh. And don't say a reek. Braun. <laughs> Wait, who's Braun? Braun? Uh, the Braun. Kid? No, the guy, the guy, the, the guy that fought for Tyrion. Oh, that's, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that, that guy's pretty funny. Uh, I love him, yeah. Seriously? Oh, you want to well, add another one? Oh, which one? Oh, he said top three. Oh, top three? Oh, my top three? That's even... Uh, well, then... You like, you like Littlefinger better That's even than... harder. Uh, uh, Jon Snow. Wait, so are we starting from... from yeah. The... yeah. If you want me to rank it from top... top, If I have to uh, only pick three... All yeah. right, so let me just... 
All right, John Snow. Baelish. Uh huh. <laughs> oh my God, still. Ugh. And, and then this this uh, podcast will be very long. And seriously. <laughs> And Jesus Christ. Well, Ben has the worst top three except for uh, Jon Snow and Sonya. Tyrion. Uh-huh, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I drink and I do nothing, but yeah, I'm a good character, yeah. He's, he's a fun. Guy. He's, a, he's, he's a good guy. He's awesome. He's a very smart character. So far. He's a flawed human he's being, fun. but he knows he's a flawed human being. Um, uh, damn it. Um, what's his name? Jon Snow. No. Oh. He's still not me. I don't know what it is about. I know he's like the star of the show, but he's, he's so the boring. <laughs> There's multiple stars of the show. Snow. Um, I, I like Marjorie. <laughs> oh yeah, Sonya likes Marjorie. I uh-huh. forgot about that. I like her. I she's like a character. her. Her and her really nasty daughter. She's undermining. The I don't queen. mind her daughter. I think her daughter is yeah, she's cute. I mean, it looks like it's a little bit of like Miss Piggy sort of looking. Yeah, she's dead. Yeah, but she's they're oh, yeah. completely See, trying to get something they didn't know. See, I agree with Sonya's top three. Ben, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love this Baelish show. and Cersei I, on your top three. What I think I everybody, everybody hates Cersei, and, and I don't think there are too many fans of uh, Lord Baelish. Oh, I love Lord Baelish. <laughs> love him. Love him. <laughs> Uh, son, or, uh, Elena in, in season See, four. Even, in season she, four, I can't like even tell you back. All right, all right, all right, all right. I don't. I, don't, I can't even tell you because like there's been so much development yeah. since then. I wouldn't be fair. All, all right. right, what's next on the big board? And next up on the big board, Ben, we're gonna draw this podcast to a conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> we went longer than we thought. Much. We we do try to cut these things down, but unfortunately, they run longer than expected. We have so much fun doing this, Ben. Oh, Let's, absolutely. Uh, get to send off a little bit of house cleaning from Ben. Okay, we will close the show out with a little bit of housekeeping to house bore you. Housekeeping, not house cleaning. Oh, house cleaning. <laughs> housekeeping. <laughs> we'll clean if, it up eventually. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, if you like what you hear, and I'm sure that you do, please subscribe to our podcast by going to our website, thirstinggold.bushbrav.com. You can also search for us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or whatever whatever podcatcher you use. You can also copy and paste our RSS feed into your podcatcher for some reason. We do not come up in the search box. Uh, Please leave us a review. We would love to hear from you. If you'd like to leave feedback or ask a question to be answered on the show, please email us at podcastthirstinggoal at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at thirstand. And on Twitter, at GoalThirst. If you'd like to donate to the show, go to patreon.com forward slash thirst and goal. So we'd really like to thank you guys uh, for listening to another episode of Thirst and Goal. Uh, It's really amazing uh, the number of people that have decided to make this a part of their life, a part of their routine. We really, really, really appreciate it, and um, we can't thank you enough. Yes, thank you for listening, and the next episode will probably be a little bit shorter. (laughs) For sure. Thank you all. Have a great week.